You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News Podcast, brought to you by LABI and always on kpel965.com. I asked what kind of family she wanted. She said, a family like yours. Learn more about adopting a teen at adoptuskids.org. You can't imagine the reward. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. The first two funerals are today in Uvalde, Texas. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. It's devastating because they were they were almost done with school and they were barely starting their life. That's one student talking about the others gunned down in a classroom a week ago. 19 kids, two teachers murdered in an elementary school. The mayor, Don McLaughlin, wants torn down, telling KENS-TV. I would never ask, expect a child to have to ever walk in those doors, ever and ever again. The Justice Department is investigating the law enforcement response. The gunman was in the school for more than an hour before he was finally killed. The massacre prompted President Biden and another Democrats to push again for stricter gun laws. And Fox's Jackie Heinrich at the White House says there's some hope for a bipartisan gun control agreement in Congress, encouraged by a push from Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell to Texas Senator John Cornyn to find common ground with Democrats. The administration increasingly defensive over pressure for Biden to act unilaterally, refusing Using some network requests for officials to appear on Sunday shows, saying it's on Congress to act. Biden said his executive powers have limits. The president also says he has a plan to fight inflation, detailing it in a Wall Street Journal op-ed before a meeting today with Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell. This meeting is going to be interesting timing-wise because we've got the Friday jobs report. Uh, that's going to be for the month of May. Now, this is the nation continues to deal with record high inflation and a labor shortage, which is forcing many like pools, restaurants, summer camps to cut their hours of operation. Fox Business Network's Cheryl Cassoni, the price of oil surging up $3, which could lead to more record high gas prices after Europe punished Russia again for invading Ukraine. A ban on almost 90% of all Russian oil imports by the end of the year. European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen as Russian forces keep bombarding areas of eastern Ukraine. Two soldiers pleaded guilty to war crimes for bombing civilian buildings. Each got 11 and a half years in prison. America's listening to Fox News. It's the perfect season for a powerful business upgrade with Dell Technologies Summer Sale Event. Save up to 45% on secure PCs built for business with Windows 10 Pro. You'll also find great savings on Dell servers, monitors, docks, and other accessories to help boost productivity. Plus, enjoy free shipping on everything. Do more with modern devices and Windows 10 Pro. Call 877-ASK-DELL for a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the right tech. That's 877-ASK-DELL for business specials during Dell's Summer Sale Event. Did you know that most adults with autism are unemployed and a major hurdle is the lack of job opportunities? That's why Autism Speaks is teaming up with Lee Container, the Jay Donald and Laurel Lee Family Foundation Fund, and delivering jobs to create a more inclusive workforce in the U.S. Are you an HR professional, community leader, or business owner? Join us in creating a workforce where people of all abilities can contribute and thrive. To learn more, visit autismspeaks.org employment. Back to the war in Ukraine. It remains a dangerous place to report from. 32-year-old Frederic Leclerc Imov was covering a humanitarian operation in an armored vehicle in eastern Ukraine when he came under fire and was hit in the neck by shrapnel. He was reporting on the operation for French broadcaster BMF-TV. The Ukrainian Interior Ministry says another French journalist was injured in this attack. 
French President Emmanuel Macron paying his respects to the journalist on Twitter, offering his country's unconditional support. John Saucier. Fox News. Hurricane season starts tomorrow in the Atlantic, but the first one in the Pacific is making news. Hurricane Agatha hit the Mexican coast as a Category 2, and while it's weakening... It is moving across Mexico, and you know what? The remnants could go into the Gulf of Mexico. We could be dealing with this this week along the Gulf Coast. Fox meteorologist Janice Dean, storms and possible tornadoes hit parts of Minnesota hard. Well, we had quite a bit of rain, quite a bit of, uh, of uh, hail, and uh, the sirens went off. And uh, the winds hit and uh, quite a bit of damage. That's Mayor David Reller in Forada, Minnesota. He says about 75 structures were destroyed. There were widespread power outages. Stocks could return to selling on Wall Street after a long holiday weekend. Dow futures down over 100 points after last week's big rebound. The Dow surged up more than 6% after dropping eight weeks in a row. The final four set in the NHL playoffs. The New York Rangers will get the next opportunity to try to dethrone the two-time defending Stanley Cup champs. Ajo's out in five seconds. They've had one shot so far. The power play. Fox makes it two, and he scores. A power play goal with just two seconds remaining on the man advantage. It's courtesy ESPN. Adam Fox opened the scoring seven minutes into the game. The Rangers defeat the Carolina Hurricanes six to two. Fox's Bob Mortel in your place, Tampa Bay in the Eastern Conference Final. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. The Fox Business Report is being brought to you by Ardco Equipment Rentals in New Iberia. Let Ardco handle all of your heavy equipment needs. I'm Connell McShane. This is the Fox Business Report. Travel demand is on the rise, and experts advise whether you fly or break out the map for a road trip this summer, don't expect last-minute deals. Prepaid gift cards are a way to budget for gas during a road trip. And the points guy, Brian Kelly, says purchase your airfares early. Book now. We're seeing fares continue to rise. And when you see an amazing deal, you've got to book it. If you wait even a day, there's a very good chance it'll go up. Where are Americans visiting this summer? Summer. The first National Park Yellowstone celebrates 150 years, so expect large crowds. All-inclusive resorts are increasing in popularity. And if price isn't an option, Walt Disney World remains one of the hottest destinations for adults and kids as the 50th anniversary celebration continues through the summer. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola, invested in you. Rates continue to rise. Please protect yourself and let our friends at American Financing review your finances, especially your high-interest debt. You cannot let those balances grow or those interest charges compound. Take care of it now so you can be financially set for the future. It could save you up to $1,000 a month when you call 800-906-2440 or visit AmericanFinancing.net. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. It is 6.06 in the morning, 77 degrees outside. Daniel Phillips has some clouds today, 20% chance of rain and a high of 91. Full look at the forecast coming up in just a few minutes for Newstalk 96.5 KPEL. I'm Ian Ozan. We start in Lafayette where a new audit of the city parish government says officials misspent tax collections and failed to comply with federal grant reporting rules. The Legislative Auditor's Office released that document on Monday. It says LCG misspent $800,000 in sales taxes dedicated to capital projects for non-capital 
items. It also says LCG failed to monitor contractors and hired to dole out federal emergency rental assistance program funds. According to the audit, that prevented LCG from making sure the money was properly dispersed. The audit also notes that an employee at one of the municipal golf courses was arrested for stealing money from a register. That audit cites a lack of controls for allowing the employee to steal the money over a three-month period. The audit does not say who the employee is. An audit of the town of Grand Coteau found issues there. Specifically, some town employees and officials aren't paying their utility bills on time. The audit says those officials are neither charged late fees nor is their service cut off. The audit also says the town failed to pay its bills on time, didn't keep proper financial records, violated open open meetings laws, and violated state budget law by overspending its TIF budget by 8%. Now to a rash of deadly shootings in Acadiana, first in Lafayette. One person is dead, another is in custody after a weekend shooting on Gidry Street. Police say Destiny McAfee shot her live-in boyfriend during a domestic dispute. McAfee then left the home in her boyfriend's car and drove to Texas, where she later surrendered. She's facing a second-degree murder charge. In St. Martin Parish, deputies are investigating a shooting that left a Houston man dead. It happened early Saturday morning on the Smead Highway. According to investigators, Brady Mayhew was riding in a car with three others when someone pulled alongside them and started shooting. Mayhew died in the car before his driver could get to a nearby truck stop for help. No one else in the car was injured. Call the St. Martin Sheriff's Office if you have information. In New Iberia, a man is dead after a weekend shooting there. It happened Sunday morning just after midnight on South Gibbs Lane. Police have not identified the victim. So far, no arrests. In St. Landry Parish, a Sunset man is dead after a weekend crash. Happened around 4 o'clock Saturday afternoon on LA 357 near Park Avenue in Opelousas. State troopers say Reginald Miller's car ran off the road and flipped. Miller died at the scene. The crash remains under investigation. In state news, a new legislative audit takes a look at some of the issues facing education in Louisiana. Specifically, it looks at teacher retention and the state's lack of certified teachers. Kevin Gallagher reports. Louisiana's public schools have ranked near the bottom for student outcomes, and State Auditor Ed Saylor says one reason is that the students who need the most help might not have a certified teacher. Teachers who are serving students that are, are more economically disadvantaged are less likely to be certified, and they tend to have fewer years of experience on average. Saylor says teachers with more experience tend to be more effective. So how do you keep experienced teachers? He says increasing their pay does help. If the state were to increase salaries, that could be something that would result in improved teacher retention. I'm Kevin Gallagher. A new report from the Louisiana Economic Act economic activity forecast is dismal. It says the state won't add as many jobs this year as previously expected. Brooke Thornton has those details. University of Louisiana at Lafayette economist Gary Wagner says Louisiana is expected to gain about 21,000 jobs over the next year, a 40% reduction from what was projected last quarter. Look, I mean, we're still forecasting growth. It's just slower growth than we were looking at a few months ago. Wagner says job growth is expected to be slower than previously projected because they anticipate the Federal Reserve will raise interest rates to combat rising inflation, which will lead to a slowdown in the economy. They're expecting rates to go up an additional 1% this year and 1% percent in 2023. I'm Brooke Thorrington. Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns baseball team going to the NCAA tournament. The 1-0. Swung on, a fly ball hit to left center. Marshock. And the Cajuns win it. Brandon Talley gets it done. Let's dogpile. Everybody get on top. Louisiana is in the NCAA tournament. The Cajuns win the Sun Belt. Ha, ha, ha. 
Wow. The odds were so against them coming in. But Louisiana gets the automatic bid to the NCAA tournament. What else can you say? Jay Walker with the call on the Rage and Cajun Sports Network from Learfield. Louisiana battled back from deficits of five to nothing and six to five to beat Georgia Southern seven to six in Sunday's Sunbelt Championship game. Two runs in the top of the ninth put Louisiana in the winner's circle. The win, as you could tell by Jay's call, was an emotional one for everybody involved, especially head coach Matt Deggs. That emotion was on full display during Deggs' postgame interview with Brad Topham. It's all hard. It's hard for all of us. But, you know, you came here. You came with a purpose. It wasn't to build it. It was to restore everything that Tony built that you were a part of. You're not done. But to the Cajun Nation that supports you, to the parents that are here, and to we both know. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, I came back for, for two reasons. Really three, and I've told the players, and I've told a lot of people this. Me and my family, we knew what we were going to do, and that was... One for the Robo shows and uh, coach and, and uh, Cajun Nation and for them saving our lives. And uh, two was for the 14 team, and we got some unfinished business. You do. And look, your seniors did it. And Jay Walker is a savant. He said, do not be surprised if in the ninth inning, Brandon Talley's on the mound. I'm not surprised, but could we have made just a easy on us? This has kind of been our MO, though, right? We're, Fall behind by five and no stop. No, we're fun. And I just want to say thank you to our fans, best fans in the country, Brian Maggard, for always standing by us. And, and these parents have been incredible this weekend. Our fans have been incredible. And more than anything, my family, because they've been through the ringer over the last three years. And they never wavered. Well, we know 36 is looking down. You know what? You're not done. Not done. Congratulations, Coach. Back up to you, Jay. All right, Brad, we'll take a final break, and then uh, we'll come back, give you a final line score. And First, we got to uh, wipe our eyes a little bit. Cajuns win it 7-6. This is Louisiana postgame from Learfield. And Jay said it best there. Everybody after that, even those listening, Bernie, had to wipe their eyes a little bit after this. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until after the game that we found out uh, some of the... <laughs> Some of the coincidences of how this game ended. Okay. Of course, Tony Robichaud uh, mentioned there a second ago, this is the first time that Louisiana has been to the NCAA tournament since uh, Coach Robichaud died back in 2019. Coach Robe wore number 36. Mm -hmm. Sunday's win was a 36th victory (laughs) for Louisiana. The final out came at 436 on the clock. Coincidence? I think I'll let not. you be the judge of that. No. So who will the Cajuns play? They'll open tournament play against TCU in the College Station Regional. That game scheduled Friday at 7 o'clock. Texas A&M and Oral Roberts University are the other two teams slotted in that regional. The state of Louisiana, well represented in this year's NCAA tournament. David Grubb takes a look at the other baseball teams from the Pelican State that made the field of 64. Louisiana Tech, UL, and Southeastern had all claimed automatic bids after winning their conference tournaments, and LSU was a lock as an at-large selection for the NCAA tournament. The bigger question was where these teams were headed. The Tigers opened in Hattiesburg, something Coach Jay Johnson says he saw coming. It made sense and um, wasn't really a surprise. 
Louisiana Tech heads to the Austin Regional. Southeastern goes to Auburn with UL traveling to College Station. The Lions are back for the fourth time under coach Matt Reiser. So rewarding, man, to see those guys be able to experience that. All four will be in action this Friday night. I'm David Grubb. Game one of the NBA Finals set for Thursday night. The Boston Celtics of the Golden State Warriors will battle for the World Championship of Professional Basketball over the next couple of weeks. The Celtics seeking their first NBA title since 2008. The Warriors last won the Larry O'Brien Trophy back in 2018. Nobody won the big ones this weekend, Bernie. Powerball jackpot up to, let's see, Powerball. Nobody won it last night. $168 million. Someone in New Orleans won $100,000. You know the most amazing part about it? They bought the ticket at a Winn-Dixie. Winn-Dixie still exists somewhere in Louisiana. There you go. There you go. Mega Millions, $170 million uh, up for grabs tonight. Most anybody won on Friday, $1,500. Uh, that was here in, uh, that was three people in Louisiana won $1,500. Lotto, up to $1.8 million. Easy five at 160000 Those drawings are tomorrow night, along with the Powerball. Hey, maybe somebody uh, in Louisiana mm-hmm. will get lucky. Hey, that $100,000 winner uh, gives us a little bit of hope that maybe, just maybe, someone here will win the big one. Oh, Lord. Mm. Sometimes you wonder about people burning. Why, why? Well, people will do odd things. Yes, yes, always. I mean, I think that's just, as humans, we do weird stuff, right? We do weird things, Mm -hmm. but we have have three different weird things that are all, that are just kind of strange in their own ways. We'll start with a man who holds a special Guinness record. His name is Matt Gone. Gone where? Uh, I don't know. Well, he he gone to Colmar, France. Okay. Because uh, he went there to get a tattoo. It was a tattoo that helped him set a Guinness World Record. He has the Guinness record for most squares tattooed on his body at oh. 848. Whoa. His face looks like a giant chessboard. Mm. Other tattoos include um, a swirl on his hand, look like the Twilight Zone, mm. has a ton of stars and lots of squares. Uh, I don't know why he would want that, but... Yeah, I guess. Then you have the kind of strange that would possess you to eat three Carolina Reaper chilies in 8.72 seconds for a world record. Ooh, golly. Gregory Foster is the man's name. Uh, He took on the world record for the fastest time to eat three Carolina Reapers at the Seaport Shopping Center in downtown San Diego over the weekend. He ended up eating six of the super hot peppers when his first attempt was disqualified. Oh, what happened? Who knew there were rules to... Uh eating, uh, it's a setting a world record for eating Guinness World Records. The second attempt ended in 8.72 seconds. It um, it beat the old record by a full second. Oh, a whole second? That's pretty, that's pretty neat. Um, Mr. Foster says in attempting for, uh, to break the record, he had to train himself bet. Uh, on mechanics and muscle memory. <laughs> Man. I, I don't Ooh. know if there's enough muscle memory in the world. no. To handle that. No. Mm -mm. And then you have the last kind of weird that would possess a man. Yeah. To dress up as the Mona Lisa (laughs) and then smear cake across a piece of glass that protects the real Mona Lisa at the Louvre. What? Oh, that's weird. It happened Sunday. Man wore black wig and lipstick. He abruptly jumped to the front of the crowd and smeared the glass in front of the Mona Lisa. With a piece of cake. A witness said in a tweet that the man, quote, jumped out of a wheelchair and attempted to smash the bulletproof bulletproof glass of the Mona Lisa. What a weirdo. 
Uh, another tweeter said uh, the man threw roses at the uh-huh. famed Da Vinci before he was tackled by security. Okay. Someone said the stunt appeared to be about a climate change protest. 36-year-old man shouted in French to think about the earth. He was arrested. He was sent for a psychiatric evaluation. Mm. Bulletproof glass, by the way, and I did not know this. Okay. I was placed over uh, the Mona Lisa after the... After two attacks in 1956, when it was splashed with acid and chipped with a rock. I knew about the acid, atta- acid attack, but I didn't realize that there's bullet plu- a bulletproof glass over the Mona Lisa. I, I, it doesn't surprise me, but wow, I didn't know there were two attacks against it previously. I guess I just never thought about that. And there's video of this, by the way, on YouTube where, let's see, uh, you see people, they're taking pictures of the Mona Lisa. Of course, you have a cell phone. What are you going to do? Take pictures and video of the Mona Lisa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it abruptly jump cuts to where there's cake smashed in front of the Mona Lisa. Wow. That's just bizarre. It gives new meaning to <sighs> the song title, Mona Lisa's and Mad Hatter's. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. All right, coming up now on 620. Your news update brought to you by <laughs> Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Welcome home. There's not a whole lot to be concerned about in the forecast here. We're looking pretty quiet and straightforward over the next couple of days. Mostly sunny skies out there today should help those temperatures get up to about 91. It is getting a little more humid outside, though, so the heat index is going to be running warmer than that. Look for mid to upper 90 heat index values across the board. A few isolated showers are going to be possible as well. We started to see some of that moisture getting into the area yesterday, and I do think today could translate to a few pop-up thunderstorms in the afternoon. Overnight lows are going to be dropping down into the lower 70s. Kind of what we're looking at through the rest of the week as well. Not a whole lot of change day in and day out. We all look like it's going to be pretty standard stuff. We do have the official start of hurricane season. That is going to be tomorrow. Make sure that you start going through some of those early preparations for what could be another very busy season. We'll have more on that at KTC. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. And Right now, 75 clear skies and weather brought to you by Broussard Poche, certified public accountants, your firm for a lifetime. News Talk 96.5, KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, as we double check traffic, we are getting an all clear, no traffic crashes, no breakdowns to report to you. Just make sure that you're buckling up, keeping it safe out there today. Coming up now on 625 on Acadiana's Morning News, Ian, good morning. Good morning, Bernie. How the hell are you? I'm great. How the hell are you, man? I am fantastic. Yeah. I'm well rested. I went as far off the grid as one could possibly Me go too. this weekend. It was I went fantastic. to Faraday. Oh, you went to Faraday. So you actually had zero cell reception, probably. <laughs> Amazingly, uh, Faraday has better cell reception than parts oh. of St. Landry Parish. Uh, oh, that was the surprising part because oh. some people were able to find me. But here's the beautiful thing. 
did not turn the TV at on at all. Well, take that back. Turned it on once to watch part of the Indy 500 and part ah. of the F1. But I didn't get to see the end of the races. I didn't even get to see the uh, Formula One race because of the rain delay. Oh. So to my secret squirrel who uh, told me that it was yeah. an interesting race, uh-huh. don't spoil the end. I haven't watched it. Ah. I'm getting to that later today. Yeah, please but, don't mess it up, right? But, di- but didn't watch um, any TV, listen to the Cajuns baseball game Saturday and Sunday, yeah. and just relaxed, enjoyed, spent some time out um, mm. out in the middle of nowhere, because that's practically what Fair Day is, well, the middle yeah. of nowhere, and and just recharged, and it was nice. It was uh, it was much needed. Mm. So it was it was an extended weekend that truly was a weekend. Me too, my friend. Me too. I put down the phone and I put it away and just focused on my family, and it was great. And there's this crazy thing called sleeping late, <laughs> and I tried it this weekend and I found it's fantabulous. So what's the best part about sleeping late? Because it's something that you hardly ever, if you ever do. Um, Okay, so there are many, many parts of it that are wonderful. One is um, I slept so late on Saturday morning. Now, this never happens. This hasn't happened in a decade for sure. Mm -hmm. I slept till like 9.30 Saturday morning. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a long time after I'm normally awake even for a weekend so it was glorious plus when you have your family around there's always that one person that gets up really early so guess what i woke up to dogs no the smell of bacon frying and some delicious coffee so i'm like oh score win oh it was glorious i I just mm mm-hmm Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds like it was glorious. I slept in like you. I, I don't know if I slept till 930, but I know it was around 9 o'clock that I woke up Saturday. And here's the bad part about working this shift. Yeah. We were off yesterday. I still woke up just out of habit at 4 yep. o'clock. My body woke itself up. Me too. So I woke up. I was like, okay, at this point, may as well use, go use a tinkletorium. Got up, <laughs> went back to sleep, and then... I felt the atomic oh. blonde wake up yeah. at about 6, 630. Yeah. And I thought, because I saw the sun, it's like, Boy, is it late? Do I need to wake yeah, up? Yeah, do I need to wake up? I'm like, no, nah, I'm not rolling out of bed. Mm-hmm. So she went and do her thing. And then next thing I know, I hear the yapping of a shih tzu. Uh-huh. And then mm-hmm. the shih tzu jumping on the bed and jumping on me. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. At that I point, it's like, you. okay, I can live with this. <laughs> so so father-in-law comes in, takes uh, Trisket, the shih tzu, out the room. Nine o'clock rolls around, and I, and the Tom Glenn's like, you need to wake up. You need to get out. I'm like. I'm not going anywhere until Trisket comes back here and wakes me up. Here's the sad part. Yeah. Trisket was not afraid of me when I had my CPAP mask on. Oh. Once I took the mask off, she was skittish. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's a little backwards and weird. Uh, either that or she realized I was awake. What awakened, the shizu in the world is going on with that? I don't know. Apparently, either that or she realized that I was fully awake and that she couldn't attack me. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> It's all with love, though. That's what it is, Ian, because oh, she's I like, I is. can't attack you now. Man, I know you're not defenseless. And the thing is, I've been around this dog since uh, since they got her two years ago, and she'll she'll follow me. She'll bark at me, but if I try to go to pet her, she jumps back. Oh, she's like, I'm not having any of this mess. 
Mm-mm. Mm. No, she's not having it. She's not having any of this. But of course, the minute we leave, she's barking and yapping for us to come back. So okay, so I, I think part of the problem is you need to start carrying treats around in your pocket. Oh no, I've uh, we have <laughs> we have done the bribing thing, and she is ah. she has caught on to my game. Oh. she'll take she'll take the food, she'll take the bacon, yeah, and then she won't come back. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll tell I you, do not. Ah, good one, good one. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, you got to learn. You got some other trick, you know. But the thing is, is they're very territorial little pets, and they're oh, very, God, yeah. they're super stubborn. And if they don't want to do something, they are not, not going to do it. That's it. Mm-hmm. They're just those little dogs that man. They think they're lions, but they're little tiny beasts. Mm-hmm. They know? think they're lions, but they <laughs> <laughs> little do they know they they're just dogs. But you know what? Hey. It, it can't hurt to think that you're a lion when you're only about 15, 20 pounds and, and a ball of fur. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, say hello to John. He's already app chatting this morning. Hey, number I one I saw that. Chatter. Good morning, John. Good morning. And, I did not re- and I did not realize there was a Winn-Dixie and Zachary, too. Like, everybody either. has a Winn-Dixie. Why can't we get one back in Lafayette? Uh, Those are the best chocolate chip cookies growing oh, up as a kid. Oh, really? Love it, especially the one on... Uh, on Moss, Moss and uh, Pondy Mouton, always had the best tasting chocolate chip cookies. Now, maybe that's three-year-old, four-year-old, five-year-old me remembering how great the chocolate chip cookies were <laughs> in the deli, or in the bakery, rather. But, uh, but yeah, just that alone. I, I wish we could get one back just for the chocolate chip cookies. Uh, there is an important app chat question that John has for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wants to know... Uh, you know, at night when you say goodnight to the Atomic Blonde, do you say God willing and if the checks don't bounce? <laughs> I already know that if the checks bounce that she's running away. I don't have to say it. Speaking of that, she runs away just like that little Shih Tzu dog. What is it, Trisket? <laughs> yes. Trisket, yes. Trisket, what a great name for a little dog. How many pounds do you think that dog is? A basket of Triscuits and that's about it? Adorable. I don't, I don't know. Put it this way. On Supermarket Sweep, if you it took the limit of Triscuits that you yeah. put in the basket, uh, it still wouldn't be as heavy as that dog. <laughs> it's coming up now on 631 on Acadiana's Morning News. All right, Ian's got uh, another look at headlines. And just if you're joining us, do not miss this newscast or any of them. There's some great sound. Uh, this morning and it's just it's very meaningful and it's uh it's passionate and it's beautiful all right ian uh we will take a a quick one and then you'll be back with headlines correct yeah Uh get breaking news first and exclusive content now download the free kpel news app free in the app store and google play News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPEL News app. Now the headlines from the KPEL News Center. 6.35 in the morning, 77 degrees and sunny in Acadiana right now. Daniel Phillips says some clouds with a 20% chance of rain and a high of 91 today. Full look at the forecast coming up in just a few minutes for News Talk 96.5 KPEL. I'm Ian Ozan. We start in Lafayette where a new audit of the city parish government says officials misspent tax collections and failed to comply with federal grant reporting rules. The Legislative Auditor's Office released that document on Monday. It says LCG misspent $800,000 in sales taxes dedicated to capital projects for non-capital items. 
It also says LCG failed to monitor contractors and hired to dole out federal emergency rental assistance program funds. According to the audit, that prevented LCG from making sure the money was properly disbursed. The audit also notes that an employee at one of the one of the municipal golf courses, excuse me, was arrested for stealing money from a register at a golf course. The audit cites a lack of controls for allowing that employee to steal the cash over a three-month period. The audit does not say who that employee is. An audit of the town of Grand Coteau found issues with its utility system. Specifically, some town employees and officials aren't paying their bills on time. What's more, the audit says those officials are neither charged late fees nor is their service cut off. The audit also says the town failed to pay its bills on time, that the town failed to keep proper financial records, the town violated open meetings laws, and according to the audit, it violated state budget law by overspending its TIF budget by 8%. Now to a rash of deadly shootings in Acadiana, first in Lafayette. One person is dead, another is in custody after a weekend shooting on Gidry Street. Police say Destiny McAfee shot her live-in boyfriend during a domestic dispute. McAfee then left the home in her boyfriend's car and drove to Texas where she later surrendered. She's facing a second-degree murder charge. In St. Martin Parish, deputies are investigating a shooting that left a Houston man dead. It happened early Saturday morning on the Smead Highway. According to investigators, Brady Mayhew was riding in a car with three others when someone pulled alongside them and started shooting. Mayhew died in the car before his driver could get to a nearby truck stop for help. No one else was injured. In New Iberia, the man is dead after a weekend shooting there. It happened Sunday morning just after midnight on South Gibbs Lane. Police have not identified the victim. So far, no arrests. In St. Landry Parish, a sunset man is dead after a weekend crash. Happened around 4 o'clock Saturday afternoon on LA 357 near Park Avenue in Opelousas. State troopers say Reginald Miller's car ran off the road and flipped. Miller died at the scene. The crash remains under investigation. In state news, a new legislative audit takes a look at some of the issues facing education in Louisiana. Specifically, it looks at teacher retention and the state's lack of certified teachers. Kevin Gallagher reports. Louisiana's public schools have ranked near the bottom for student outcomes, and state auditor Ed Saylor says one reason is that the students who need the most help might not have a certified teacher. Teachers who are serving students that are, are more economically disadvantaged are less likely to be certified, and they tend to have fewer years of experience on average. Saylor says teachers with more experience tend to be more effective. So how do you keep experienced teachers? He says increasing their pay does help. If the state were to increase salaries, that could be something that would result in improved teacher retention. I'm Kevin Gallagher. A new report from the Louisiana Economic Activity Forecast is dismal. It says the state won't add as many jobs this year as previously expected. Brooke Thorrington has the details. University of Louisiana at Lafayette economist Gary Wagner says Louisiana is expected to gain about 21,000 jobs over the next year, a 40% reduction from what was projected last quarter. Look, I mean, we're still forecasting growth. It's just slower growth than we were looking at a few months ago. Wagner says job growth is expected to be slower than previously projected because they anticipate the Federal Reserve will raise interest rates to combat rising inflation, which will lead to a slowdown in the economy. They're expecting rates to go up an additional 1% this year and 1% in 2023. I'm Brooke Thorrington. In sports, the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns baseball team is going to the NCAA tournament. Roll that beautiful baseball footage. Swung on, a fly ball hit to left center. Marshock. And the Cajuns win it. Brandon Talley gets it done. Let's dogpile. Everybody get on top. Louisiana is in the NCAA tournament. The Cajuns win the Sun Belt. Ho, ho, holy cow. The odds were so against them coming in. 
but Louisiana gets the automatic bid to the NCAA tournament. Jay Walker. That's all you need to say. Jay Walker with the call on the Raging Cajun Sports Network from Learfield. Louisiana battled back from deficits of 5-0 and 6-5 to beat Georgia Southern 7-6 in, Sun, in Sunday's Sun Belt Championship game. Two runs in the top of the ninth put Louisiana in the winner's circle. The win, as you could tell, was emotional for everyone, but especially for head coach Matt Dex. That emotion on full display during Dex's post-game interview with Brad Topham. It's all hard. It's hard for all of us. But, you know, you came here. You came with a purpose. It wasn't to build it. It was to restore everything that Tony built that you were a part of. You're not done. But to the Cajun Nation that supports you, to the parents that are here, and to we both know. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, I came back for, for two reasons. Really three, and I've told the players, and I've told a lot of people this. Me and my family, we knew what we were going to do, and that was... One for the Robo shows and uh, coach and, and uh, Cajun Nation and for them saving our lives. And uh, two is for the 14 team, and we got some unfinished business. You do. And look, your seniors did it. And Jay Walker is a savant. He said, do not be surprised if in the ninth inning, Brandon Talley's on the mound. I'm not surprised, but could we have made just a easy on us? This has kind of been our MO, though, right? We're Fall behind by five and no stop. No, we're fun. And I just want to say thank you to our fans, best fans in the country, Brian Maggard, for always standing by us. And, and these parents have been incredible this weekend. Our fans have been incredible. And more than anything, my family, because they've been through the ringer over the last three years. And they never wavered. Well, we know 36 is looking down. You know what? You're not done. Not done. Congratulations, Coach. Back up to you, Jay. All right, Brad, we'll take a final break, and then uh, we'll come back, give you a final line score. And First, we got to uh, wipe our eyes a little bit. Cajuns win it 7-6. This is Louisiana postgame from Learfield. And, uh, again, Jay Walker, Brad Topham, Matt Deggs, uh, part of the Raging Cajun Sports Network there. And you heard Coach Deggs mention that the Raging Cajuns, the fan base, the program, have helped him and his family survive. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a story behind that. For those who aren't familiar, Matt Deggs was a rising star on the collegiate coaching scene. But his battle with alcohol got the better of him mm-hmm. and cost him his job. I think he was at Arkansas the, when that all that happened. Tony Robichaud hired him as an assistant coach to mm-hmm. give him that second chance, <laughs> to give him that opportunity to prove that he could be the man that he knew he could be. Mm-hmm. And Deggs took full opportunity. Deggs was the hitting coach when the Cajuns were ranked number one back in 2014 when they went to a Super Regional. Parlayed that into a head coaching job at Sam Houston State when Coach Robichaud died three years ago. Deggs came back with the mission of getting the Cajuns back to Omaha, Mm -hmm. to living up to the legacy Mm -hmm. that Coach Robichaud set. And he's done it. It took three years. But with a 36th victory... Of the season, mm-hmm. at four thirty-six p.m. on know. Sunday afternoon, that's it's the Cajuns get the victory in honor of number thirty-six Tony Robichaud. Mm-hmm. Man about town just correct me said the Degs actually was a Texas A&M win. Ah. The bottom dropped out, which is interesting because that's where Louisiana 
is headed this weekend. They're playing at the Texas A&M Regional and College Station. They'll get TCU Friday night at 7 o'clock. The winner of that game gets the winner of Texas A&M and Oral Roberts. The loser plays the loser of that game in the double, elimina- double elimination tournament. So it's all coming full circle for Matt Deggs over the course of this postseason. Living up to his expectations, it took three years to do it, but the Cajuns are back in the NCAA tournament, and Matt Deggs will get a chance to return to, to Texas A&M and a chance to exercise his demons there and prove to everyone that Matt Deggs is indeed the Matt Deggs that we all knew he could be. Mm-hmm. And boy, he's living up to the expectations right now. Mm-hmm. Raging Cajuns, just one team from the state of Louisiana headed to the NCAA tournament this year. David Grubb looks at the other teams from the Pelican State that are in the field of 64. Louisiana Tech, UL, and Southeastern had all claimed automatic bids after winning their conference tournaments, and LSU was a lock as an at-large selection for the NCAA tournament. The bigger question was where these teams were headed. The Tigers opened in Hattiesburg, something Coach Jay Johnson says he saw coming. It made sense and um, wasn't really a surprise. Louisiana Tech heads to the Austin Regional. Southeastern goes to Auburn with UL traveling to College Station. The Lions are back for the fourth time under Coach Matt Reiser. So rewarding, man, to see those guys be able to experience that. All four will be in action this Friday night. I'm David Grubb. Game one of the NBA Finals set for Thursday night. The Boston Celtics. The Boston Celtics. Boy, it would be nice we could get that out without. Uh, I, my lisp came back for a moment. The Boston Celtics. The Boston Celtics and the Golden State Warriors <laughs> all right. will battle for the world championship of professional basketball over the next couple of weeks. The Celtics seeking their first NBA championship since 2008. The Warriors last won the title in 2018. Speaking of winning, someone in New Orleans won $100,000 over the weekend playing the Powerball, but nobody won the big one. Uh-huh. $168 million up for grabs to, uh, tomorrow night. Mega Millions jackpot tonight, $170 million. Lotto and Easy Five tomorrow, $1.8 million and $160,000, respectively. And finally, Bernie, mm-hmm. uh, John Dozat is checking in about the tattoo uh, thing. He said, the tattoo guy probably has an evil villain name, The Square. Yeah. <laughs> the Square doesn't sound all that threatening, though. You know what else is not threatening? What? This fugitive in South Carolina oh. caught on a tennis court. Okay, what? what's the deal? So police <sighs> were, were called out because... Yeah. Apparently, a fugitive was on the loose. Okay. They were able to lure it mm-hmm. into a tennis court. Yeah. And what could have been a bad situation <laughs> turned into good. The fugitive was a little lamb. Oh. Not sure if it was Mary's, but it was mm-hmm. a little lamb whose fleece was white as snow. Yeah. And it was loose for a week. Uh, apparently, the lamb was uh, known in the South the Carolina The lamb was community. on the lamb. <laughs> yes, it was. That's hey, my... give yourself a belt oh, for that one. Oh, that's my dad joke of the day right there. Apparently, the lamb had been seen <laughs> feasting on residents' lawns near the Hampton Hall Club in Bluffton, South Carolina. How dare that Over the lamb. last few days. And they spotted him <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, damn lamb. Another couple spotted the lamb uh, as it drove up to their golf cart. And then the sheep apparently was in the lagoon swimming with two alligators coming after it. Oh. And that's when people called the law. And they made sure they got the lamb out of the water and away from the gators and trapped it in a tennis court until animal control could come by and pick up the lamb. Uh Apparently, the the animal's been on the loose for about six days. No owner has come forward to claim it yet. No word what will happen to the lamb, but uh, from what we expect, it won't become chops or a rack. Right, right. I'm thinking probably 
you know, if the owner does not come forward, I'm sure somebody would adopt Look, it. somebody's going to adopt Aww. this lamb. It's too cute not Aww. to adopt. Your new pet, say it. You're feeling it deeply, aren't you? I am. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. one to, to, when I look at these stories, it's like, mm-hmm. well, who would adopt these animals? But you know what? I could get behind a lamb. Yeah. Yeah. Adorable. Your news update is brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. They have over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock. Take a look at homefern.com. There's not a whole lot to be concerned about in the forecast here. We're looking pretty quiet and straightforward over the next couple of days. Mostly sunny skies out there today. Should help those temperatures get up to about 91. It is getting a little more humid outside, though, so the heat index is going to be running warmer than that. Look for mid to upper 90 heat index values across the board. A few isolated showers are going to be possible as well. We started to see some of that moisture getting into the area yesterday, and I do think today could translate to a few pop-up thunderstorms in the afternoon. Overnight lows are going to be dropping down into the lower 70s. Kind of what we're looking at through the rest of the week as well. Not a whole lot of change day in and day out. We all look like it's going to be pretty standard stuff. We do have the official start of hurricane season. That is going to be tomorrow. Make sure that you start going through some of those early preparations for what could be another very busy season. We'll have more on that at KTC. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. And right now, 75 degrees. We've got clear skies out there. It looks pretty doggone nice. All right. There is one little fender bender. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. Cameron at Apollo. We got a little fender bender there. It's Cameron at Apollo. So, look, just make sure if you're heading in that direction that you buckle up. Keep it safe out there. I would take an alternate route just for about the next 15 minutes or so. Here's yet another reason why you should never trust Hollywood celebs and social media influencers when making personal financial decisions. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. Many top Hollywood A-listers are flying very low right now after personally endorsing cryptocurrencies that lost investors billions of dollars. But here's what's even worse. While the likes of Kim Kardashian and Floyd Mayweather made millions of dollars endorsing obscure crypto coins that quickly crash or shield for questionable non-fungible tokens, NFTs that also crashed, many endorsers failed to tell us that they had a personal financial interest. In short, they could say anything to get you to invest because they were neck deep in too. There are laws requiring endorsers to divulge when they are personally involved. So where is the Securities and Exchange Commission when we need them? I post breaking tech news 24-7 at my website. That's commando.com, K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com. As a small business owner juggling 100 balls in the air at once, there's just no time to interview candidates who aren't qualified for the job. That's where LinkedIn Jobs comes in. LinkedIn Jobs makes it easier and faster than ever for you to find the people who you want to interview and for free. Create a free job post in minutes to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 770 million people. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates worth interviewing faster. Every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn. You can post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Kim. That's linkedin.com slash Kim to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. That's linkedin.com slash Kim. 
The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. And this is the Fox Business Report. Global stocks are mixed today after the EU agreed to embargo most oil imports from Russia by the end of the year. The move is part of a new round of sanctions to punish Moscow for the war in Ukraine. A Kremlin official says the ban will reflect negatively on the bloc, adding Russia will find other importers. What goes up doesn't appear to be coming down anytime soon as gas prices reach another record high. AAA reporting a national average today of $4.62 for a gallon of regular. President Biden earlier this year announced plans to release a million barrels of crude per day from the nation's strategic reserves to help offset prices. Authorities in China's largest city are ready to end a two-month COVID-19 lockdown that crippled the country's economy. The vice mayor of Shanghai saying the epidemic has been effectively controlled. Starting tomorrow, shopping malls, supermarkets, and convenience stores will reopen gradually at reduced capacity. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Steve Rappaport, invested in you. Is your current home loan the right fit for you? Rising home values mean that you could have more home equity than you might imagine. And if you're considering a refi, an expertly chosen loan from Loan Depot could save you thousands. Ask about their smart term loans, cash out, and over 300 loan options to find just the right mortgage loan for you. Call now, 866-888-LOAN or go to LoanDepot.com. Loan Depot, where home means everything. Rates are subject to change. Equal housing opportunity lender. NMLS number 174457. Licensed in all 50 states. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. It's one week later in Uvalde, Texas. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. I just kept hearing boom, boom, boom. It just kept going off and what felt... It felt like an eternity. Nicole Ogburn was a teacher in a different classroom at the elementary school. A gunman attacked, telling NBC's Today Show. I just remember praying, please God, please God, keep us safe. There was two other teachers and 19 kids who were murdered. Today, at least four funerals, visitations, and one burial are on the calendar. It is going to take a lot of healing. We have seen volunteers and faith organizations from all over the country. Grief counselors have descended. Fox's Casey Stegall in Uvalde, where the mayor wants that school building torn down. President Biden's pushing for stricter gun laws, and Democrats are holding compromise talks with some Republicans. Today, the president's focus is on the economy. Fox's Jackie Heinrichs at the White House. Well, the president's Oval Office meeting with uh, Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell comes amid historic inflation, which the Fed is trying to address by raising interest rates at the highest rate since the 80s. And President Biden wants everyone to know that he is not ignoring this. He wrote in a uh, Wall Street Journal op-ed, quote, the global economy faces serious challenges. Inflation is elevated, exacerbated by Vladimir Putin's war in Ukraine. Energy markets are in turmoil. Supply chains that haven't fully healed are causing shortages and price hikes. Now gas is up another fraction to another record. AAA's national average regular just over 4.62 per gallon and oil's up 3 bucks over 118 a barrel. 
That's flooding in Mexico after Hurricane Agatha. The first one in the Pacific this year was the strongest one to hit there in May ever as a Category 2. It was also stormy in Minnesota. A suspected tornado hit the town of Foreta hard. The whole landscape's changed, and uh, there's going to be a lot of construction. Mayor David Reller has many 100 homes were damaged. America's listening to Fox News. It's the perfect season for a powerful business upgrade with Dell Technologies Summer Sale Event. Save up to 45% on secure PCs built for business with Windows 10 Pro. You'll also find great savings on Dell servers, monitors, docks, and other accessories to help boost productivity. Plus, enjoy free shipping on everything. Do more with modern devices and Windows 10 Pro. Call 877-ASK-DELL for a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the right tech. That's 877-ASK-DELL for business specials during Dell's Summer Sale Event. Did you know that most adults with autism are unemployed and a major hurdle is the lack of job opportunities? That's why Autism Speaks is teaming up with Lee Container, the Jay Donald and Laurel Lee Family Foundation Fund, and delivering jobs to create a more inclusive workforce in the U.S. Are you an HR professional, community leader, or business owner? Join us in creating a workforce where people of all abilities can contribute and thrive. To learn more, visit AutismSpeaks.org employment. Well, days after the Uvalde, Texas massacre, there have been two people arrested in Florida for making threats on schools. One was just 10 years old in Lake County. In the other case... Hillsborough County deputies arrested 18-year-old Corey Anderson and charged him with making a written or electronic threat to conduct a mass shooting. He was later released on bond. The post Anderson sent out showed him with guns and a protective vest seeking directions to a school. The guns were determined to be airsoft guns toys commonly used in training or recreational activities. Sheriff Chad Cronister called the post a sick joke. Gernal Scott, Fox News. Well, someone else close to former President Trump is facing questions about what happened last year when rioters stormed the Capitol. Peter Navarro, who was an advisor to former President Donald Trump, says he has been summoned to testify on Thursday to a federal grand jury and has been asked to give prosecutors any records he has that are related to the attack on the Capitol last year. The New York Times reports that the request includes any communications he had with the former president. The subpoena is separate from one he was sentenced February by the House Committee investigating the Capitol attack, which he has refused to cooperate with. The grand jury subpoena is the first issued in connection to the Justice Department's investigation to someone who worked inside the Trump White House. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. On Wall Street, stocks could drop. Dow futures down more than 200 points after a long holiday weekend. Now, last week, the Dow surged up more than 6% after eight prior weeks of selling. The New York Rangers advance in the NHL playoffs. So a break opportunity for Kreider. It was an easy Game 7 win for New York on ESPN, beating Carolina 6-2 to advance to the Eastern Conference Final. The Rangers will play the two-time defending Stanley Cup champion, Tampa Bay Lightning. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. It's 7.05 in the morning. Bernie, what's the widget saying? Is it still saying 77 or are we a little bit cooler than that? We're a little cooler. 75.
Bernie, you oh, there? Oh, I'm sorry, sir. 75-ish. Okay, so 75-ish. Yeah. We'll go ahead with that because, man, nah, it's cooler than 77. <laughs> uh, Daniel Phillips says clouds and 20% chance of rain and a high of 91 today. Full look at the forecast in a few minutes. For News Talk 96.5 KPEL, I'm Ian Ozan. We started Lafayette. New audit of the city parish government says officials misspent tax collections and failed to comply with federal grant reporting rules. The Legislative Auditor's Office released that document on Monday. It says LCG has spent $800,000 in sales taxes dedicated to capital projects. That money put towards non-capital items. The audit also says LCG failed to monitor contractors it hired to dole out federal emergency rental assistance program funds. According to the audit, that prevented LCG from making sure the money was properly dispersed. The audit also found an employee at a, at a municipal golf course was arrested for stealing money from a cash register at that golf course. The audit doesn't say who the employee is. In Grand Coteau, an audit there found issues with the utility system. Specifically, town employees and officials aren't paying their bills on time. The audit says those officials are neither charged late fees nor is their service cut off. Now to a rash of deadly shootings in Acadiana. In Lafayette, a person is dead, another in custody. After a shooting on Guidry Street, police say Destiny McAfee shot her living boyfriend during a domestic dispute. McAfee then fled the home in her boyfriend's car and drove to Texas, where she later surrendered. She's facing a second-degree murder charge. In St. Martin Parish, a Houston man is dead after a Saturday morning shooting on the Smead Highway. According to investigators, Brady Mayhew was riding in a car with three others when someone pulled alongside them and started shooting. Mayhew died in the car before his driver could get to a nearby truck stop for help. Nobody else was injured. In New Iberia, a man is dead after a weekend shooting there. It happened Sunday morning just after midnight on South Gibbs Lane. Police have not identified the victim. So far, no arrests. In St. Landry Parish, a Sunset man is dead after a weekend crash. It happened around 4 o'clock Saturday afternoon on LA 357 near Park Avenue in Opelousas. State troopers say Reginald Miller's car ran off the road and flipped. Miller died at the scene. The crash is under investigation. In state news, a new legislative audit takes a look at some of the issues facing education in Louisiana. Specifically, it looks at teacher retention and the state's lack of certified teachers. Kevin Gallagher reports. Louisiana's public schools have ranked near the bottom for student outcomes, and State Auditor Ed Saylor says one reason is that the students who need the most help might not have a certified teacher. Teachers who are serving students that are, are more economically disadvantaged are less likely to be certified, and they tend to have fewer years of experience on average. Saylor says teachers with more experience tend to be more effective. So how do you keep experienced teachers? He says increasing their pay does help. If the state were to increase salaries, that could be something that would result in improved teacher retention. I'm Kevin Gallagher. Meanwhile, a new report from the Louisiana Economic Activity Forecast is dismal. It says the state won't add as many jobs this year as previously expected. Brooke Thorrington has those details. University of Louisiana at Lafayette economist Gary Wagner says Louisiana is expected to gain about 21,000 jobs over the next year, a 40% reduction from what was projected last quarter. Look, I mean, we're still forecasting growth. It's just slower growth than we were looking at a few months ago. Wagner says job growth is expected to be slower than previously projected because they anticipate the Federal Reserve will raise interest rates to combat rising inflation, which will lead to a slowdown in the economy. They're expecting rates to go up an additional 1% this year and 1% percent in 2023 i'm brooke thorrington in sports roll that beautiful baseball footage the 1-0 swung on a fly ball hit to left center marshock and the cajuns win it brandon tally gets it done let's dogpile everybody get on top louisiana is in the ncaa tournament the cajuns 
win the Sun Belt. <laughs> Holy cow. The odds were so against them coming in. But Louisiana gets the automatic bid to the NCAA tournament. Jay Walker with a call on the Raging Cajun Sports Network from Learfield. The Cajuns battled from deficits of 5 to nothing and 6 to 5 to beat Georgia Southern 7 to 6 in the Sunbelt Championship game on Sunday. Two runs in the top of the ninth put Louisiana in the winner's circle. The win was emotional for everyone involved, including head coach Matt Dex. That emotion was on full display during Dex's postgame interview with Brad Topham. It's all hard. It's hard for all of us. But, you know, you came here. You came with a purpose. It wasn't to build it. It was to restore everything that Tony built that you were a part of. You're not done. But to the Cajun Nation that supports you, to the parents that are here, and to we both know. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, I came back for, for two reasons, really three, and I've told the players and I've told a lot of people this. Me and my family, we knew what we were going to do, and that was... One for the Robo shows and uh, coach and, and uh, Cajun Nation and for them saving our lives. And uh, two is for the 14 team, and we got some unfinished business. You do. And look, your seniors did it. And Jay Walker is a savant. He said, do not be surprised if in the ninth inning, Brandon Talley's on the mound. I'm not surprised, but could we have made just a easy on us? This has kind of been our M.O., though, right? We're, Fall behind by five and no stop. No, We're fun. And I just want to say thank you to our fans, best fans in the country, Brian Maggard, for always standing by us. And, and these parents have been incredible this weekend. Our fans have been incredible. And more than anything, my family, because they've been through the ringer over the last three years. And they never wavered. Well, we know 36 is looking down. You know what? You're not done. Not done. Congratulations, Coach. Back up to you, Jay. All right, Brad, we'll take a final break, and then uh, we'll come back, give you a final line score. And first, we got to uh, wipe our eyes a little bit. Cajuns win it 7-6. This is Louisiana postgame from Learfield. I'm not crying. You're crying. So who are the Cajuns going to play? They'll take on TCU in the College Station Regional Friday night at 7 o'clock. Texas A&M and Oral Roberts, the other two teams slotted in that regional. The state of Louisiana well represented in this year's NCAA baseball tournament. David Grubb looks at the other teams that made the field of 64. Louisiana Tech, UL, and Southeastern had all claimed automatic bids after winning their conference tournaments, and LSU was a lock as an at-large selection for the NCAA tournament. The bigger question was where these teams were headed. The Tigers opened in Hattiesburg, something Coach Jay Johnson says he saw coming. It made sense and um, wasn't really a surprise. Louisiana Tech heads to the Austin Regional. Southeastern goes to Auburn with UL traveling to College Station. The Lions are back for the fourth time under Coach Matt Reiser. So rewarding, man, to see those guys be able to experience that. All four will be in action this Friday night. I'm David Grubb. Sunbelt Conference also well represented. Texas State is in the Stanford Regional and hosting Georgia Southern. They get a chance to host. In fact, that's who the Cajuns beat in the Sunbelt Conference championship game. So well done, Sunbelt Conference. Well done this year. Game one of the NBA Finals Thursday night. Boston Celtics, Golden State Warriors be there. Aloha. Powerball jackpot up to $168 million. Mega Millions tonight at $170 million. Lotto tomorrow, $1.8 million. Easy five at $160,000. And finally, Bernie. Yes, sir. We told you about a little lamb a little while ago, right? Yes. All right. So let's talk about another animal. This one. Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah, this one is uh, on the run as well and wound up found in a in a place he shouldn't have been. We go to merry old England for this one. It's known for Big Ben, David Beckham, fish and chips, football fans, black cabs, the Beatles. But you know what they're not known for? What's that? Bulls and pools. Bulls and pools, okay. Yep, crews from multiple fire stations mm-hmm. responded to a Devon, England home uh, a few weeks ago. The bull wandered away from its field, ended up stranded in the home's backyard swimming pool. <laughs> Firefighters had to use a harness and heavy equipment to hoist the bovine back to dry land. Uh, the bull. Yeah, that's what happened to me last time I went swimming at my sister-in-law's. <laughs> yep, uh, there was beeping. There was lots of beeping. Well, there was beeping here. They had to hoist the bovine uh, with a crane, put a harness on it, and lift it back to dry land. Nobody was injured. The animal was safe, but the pool was full of bull. Ah, the pool was full of bull. Is that cool? I don't know, but uh, Lord. No, no, I I cannot make the joke I'm about to make. I I can't do it. I have to protect our license. Yes, yes. All right, 714. Your news update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Welcome home. There's not a whole lot to be concerned about in the forecast here. We're looking pretty quiet and straightforward over the next couple of days. Mostly sunny skies out there today should help those temperatures get up to about 91. It is getting a little more humid outside, though, so the heat index is going to be running warmer than that. Look for mid to upper 90 heat index values across the board. A few isolated showers are going to be possible as well. We started to see some of that moisture getting into the area yesterday, and I do think today could translate to a few pop-up thunderstorms in the afternoon. Overnight lows are going to be dropping down into the lower 70s. Kind of what we're looking at through the rest of the week as well. Not a whole lot of change day in and day out. We all look like it's going to be pretty standard stuff. We do have the official start of hurricane season. That is going to be tomorrow. Make sure that you start going through some of those early preparations for what could be another very busy season. We'll have more on that at KTC. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. Mostly clear. 75 degrees we are starting a new week a lot of people had the day off yesterday so it feels like a monday but we're already ahead of the game because it's tuesday but if you need some rest and relaxation there is a bed out there that can make all the difference in the world it's called the sleep number bed and it's full of technology the bed itself actually monitors Things like um, how many times you toss and turn, what's happening inside your body with your heartbeat. Are you getting a good night's rest? Well, look, the bed will actually explain all of it to you just by you press one button and you look at it. You get your own sleep number setting. So every night you decide how firm or how soft you want the bed. You can change that number every night if you want to. If your body feels differently from the day before because you had a hard run you know what? You can put that bed down to 20 and let the bed cuddle you. If you're like, no, the back pain feels better if the mattress is more firm. See, once again, just touching a button, your sleep number setting is yours. And your spouse gets their own sleep number setting. So there's no squabbling over, we picked the wrong bed. Mm-hmm. When you go to the sleep number store, ask them about your sleep IQ score. You can get that every morning. It'll tell you how well you slept the night before. And we know most of us are constantly working, especially these days. 
So the more work you do, you think, oh, the less sleep I can get. So you better make sure that the hours of sleep that you're getting are the most impactful. And with a sleep number bed, they've got the research to back it up. Sleep Numbers Memorial Day Sale, you can save $1,000 on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. The Queen is now only $19.99 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number. Get yourself over to the Sleep Number store right now. They're right at the corner of Settler's Trace and Ambassador Caffrey in the same shopping center as Whole Foods. News Talk 96.5, KPL. right now, traffic. Well, the good news is, traffic-wise, no worries, no concerns. We will take it. No traffic crashes, no breakdowns. Make sure you're buckling up, keeping it safe out there today. Our salute to America brought to you by Jim Olivier's Home Improvement and Roofing, Louisiana. Oh, say, can And bright stars through the perilous fight. Oh, the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming. And the rockets red Acadiana's morning news. A lot of people had the day off yesterday, so it may feel like a Monday, but the good news, Ian, is we're on Tuesday. Yes, we are, and it feels good to be already two-fifths of the way done with the week. Yes. 40% out the way. That's that right. means Friday will be here before we know it. And you know what Friday <laughs> is? Um, Friday? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, that, but another opportunity to sleep late on Saturday. Well, there you go. You are absolutely right about that. So as everybody's getting into their cars, heading off to the office, all the stuff you got to do today. All right. Uh, we have our trooper in studio, Louisiana State Police Troop I spokesman, Trooper Thomas Gosson. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, sir? It certainly does feel like a Monday. Yes, yes, it does. <laughs> it feels like Monday. Um, you know, for a lot of kids who might be out there for the first time taking driver's ed, mm-hmm. they might feel like it's also a case of the Mondays. Um, 
I always kind of chuckled to myself. I think everybody kind of does when they see the driver's ed cars. You know, because right. you just remember, it throws yeah. <laughs> back to the old days. But, boy, things have really changed since you and I were youngsters. Very much so. <laughs> Very, that's so many more rules that oh. just people just don't understand the rules that yeah. they have out there, on the, like, to get a driver's license. Before, it was just, what, you're 15, yep. you show up, and, and congratulations. You test, here you go. Yeah, yeah drive. You know? and so, <laughs> the, the, it certainly has changed a lot. Um, I get to... Uh, go around to different driving schools when I'm invited to to, yeah. to teach class. So luckily this morning, I'm going to be going to Safety Premier on, on Gilbo. And I'm going I'm to go do a little, little, little talk to the kids that are there. Love so it. there's a lot of, lot of driver's ed schools during the summer because they can go all week, right? Yeah. They're, they're, the kids are not in school. I guess they're feeling like they're in school at this moment. <laughs> but, but here's what I want parents to understand is that the rules are no longer, like we said, the same as when we were getting our licenses. Mm-hmm. So there is something called a, a, a temporary uh, instructional permit that they have to have. Oh. That's that's new. That, okay. So this is basically a temporary permit that they get, and they have to have this in their possession when they're behind the wheel with the instructor, uh, you know, accompanied by a licensed driver's ed instructor. Right. They have to have this during the administration of the road test skills. Okay. When they finish with that stuff, that's whenever they surrender that at the OMV license, and they get their temporary permit. Okay. okay. So there's no cost for that. So, in other words, for them to drive around with a driver's ed instructor, they have to have this temporary permit. I had no idea. Not a, a clue. A lot of people don't. Yeah. You know, a lot of people don't. I know, you know, when I was younger, we would, of course, we lived in the country, so we would drive in the fields yep. and practice that way. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people ask me about, you know, can I take my child in the, you know, out in the country and just drive on the roads? And, and the legal answer is no, you can't. I mean, you're allowing an unlicensed mm-hmm. driver to drive. I know you want to be there with them to, to instruct them. They do need... 50 a minimum of 50 hours supervised driving okay so but i'm kind of jumping ahead of myself i want you guys to understand that once they get this learner's permit at that point you know it, it, there's the pre-licensing the, but the restrictions for that at 15 when you have that permit this learner's permit they have to be accompanied by a, a licensed parent a, a guardian someone over the age of 21 who's licensed or a sibling who's at least 18 now licensed i you know they, the sibling yeah. 18 that's that's mm. that's kind of pushing it, but that's what the law says. Obviously, no cell phone usage, and that includes hands-free, and that's all the way up. I mean, that there that doesn't mm-hmm. change throughout the whole licensing stage. They have to do 50 hours of supervised driving. 15 of that has to be at night. When you, but when you think about how long it takes to get 50 hours, Bernie, that's, that's driving every single day for 30 minutes for over three months. Think about that. Oh That's my a God. lot, right? So yeah. a lot of times, oh, here, drive, you know, drive to, we're going to the store here, you drive. And they count that as an hour. And that's not, that wow. doesn't, you know, we got to yeah. really give. That's give a lot a, of driving. I, was, I don't remember having to do that much. Right. You did probably eight, 10, 12, Maybe. 15, 20. Yeah. I don't know how many hours we did, but I remember one of our co- coaches that would drive us around and he would fall asleep and we would just drive where we wanted, you know. But those are the, those are the requirements for 15 at 16 so now the kid has a driver's license. They 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 to start driving. They have to have a minimum of 180 days. They had to complete those 50 hours with 15 at night. They have to have done the road driving tests and you know or the driving school stuff. They have to do this. Then this is important. The restrictions here. So they can't drive between 11 p.m. and 5 a.m. and 5 a.m. 11 p.m. to 5 a.m. unless they're with an adult who's 21 or a licensed sibling who's 18. Okay. Okay. So, and, and a lot of people get that confused with curfew, and it's not. It's just mm-hmm. that's their driving hours. Now, th- there's another one that throws people that between the hours of 6 p.m. and 5 a.m., 
they can't have more than one passenger in the car with oh, them. That's right. Unless it's a, 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 unless it's a family member. Okay? okay. So if I have, I want to bring my neighbor home from a basketball game, and I have two little brothers. That's okay. You that's got three okay. people, but those yeah. two family members don't count. Right. Just that that one teen Passenger. in the car. Right. Mm-hmm. So they may not transport uh, more than one teen. You know, who's under twenty one. Unless it's a media family member. So, and a lot of people say, well, what's the big deal, right? I mean, what, mm-hmm. what, what if I bring my three na- neighbors home? I mean, yeah, that's right. What if you get home and n- safely and no big deal? But what if you don't? Yeah. What if you get in a crash? What if, what if, and the God forbid, a fatality occurs? Yes. You know, then you start looking at, well, why was he in the car? He shouldn't have been there. Now that driver's responsible. And the parents of that driver, who are the, who's the car probably paying to, right? for the who's, insurance. Right. So yeah. then you start looking at a lot of this liability stuff. And, you know, I hate to go there, but it, it's true. We have it's to part look, of the world we live in. It's part of the world. Exactly right. So understand that. So it also states in this one, restrictions for 16, you got you to gotta ensure that the all passengers are properly seated prior to pricing the vehicle in motion. Mm-hmm. So that driver, I know he's just a 16-year-old, but he's, he's the captain of the ship. That's he's, right. He's responsible for everything. So that means turn around and say, hey, put your seatbelt on. You know, you got you to gotta tell them. And, guys, you need to tell your parents. I mean, as parents, we need to tell our kids, don't be afraid to tell people in the car what's going on. They're prohibited from using cell phones. That doesn't, I mean, it doesn't matter what they're using it for. It talks, text, read, write, send, mm-hmm. unless it's an emergency. And that includes hands-free. You still can't Bluetooth to the to the speaker system in the car and talk on the phone. And who that would way. know that as a parent? I mean, who would think about it? Because you think, oh, that's probably okay, but it's not. No, it's not. And, you Oof. know, because it minimizes your ability to drive. And one, we we know that just by driving. And I know I've spoken about it before, but, you know, you you get into a conversation with someone and you pass that turn. Yep. That, that turn you knew was coming and you just got so, you know, engrossed involved the, in, in that the, conversation. conversation. You know, so yeah. it does take your ability to drive away. You know, at 17, people think, okay, well, I'm 17, I, I, I'm good. Not really. You, you, at 17, to, the pre-licensing to get your license at 17, there has to be no at-fault crashes for a year, no moving violations for a year, no seatbelt, curfew, drug, or alcohol violations for a year prior to this thing. And it still doesn't release you from the cell phone use of talks, text, read, sending, you know, unless it's an emergency. So you just... You, you still can't use that phone. And we see a, a, a theme here, right? That that phone, that phone, that phone. It's really a distraction. We really try to hammer that that point home that, you know, try to, try to number one, set the example for you kids. Right? Yep. But number two, you know, talk to them about the importance of, look, if I call you, you, you don't answer right away. I'm going to give you about five, ten minutes to get somewhere where you can call me back or something. I don't know. Yeah, have make something there, that's legitimate yeah. in terms of rules. Right. Have you them know? set their ringtone to you, to, mm-hmm. to a certain ringtone for you. That mm-hmm. way they know it's you that's calling. They they, they know they have a, 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 a few minutes to kind of get their thing together. Get Life 360 on your phone. It's free. You'll always know where they are. You know, so I, you know, that is a, a, a wonderful app right there. There's so many things that we could use. As parents of, of drivers, let's take advantage of that technology that we have now. We need to. Absolutely. We definitely need to. Ooh. So just be smart out there. You know, yeah. um, you know, talk to your kids. Try to try to explain to them the, the rules of the road and the proper way to do things, you know. And um, give some leeway to the students that are driving out there. Yeah, right. It's kind of so, a nice thing to do. You know, that you do. You will get kind of frustrated following some of these yeah. little drivers. Because, look, you got to remember, not everybody has had the practice to go – 
practice somewhere, you know, mm-hmm. some people that when they get in that driver's ed car, the first time they ever touch the keys was That's with that driver's right ed Right then and there. Like they've done nothing. <laughs> They're like, nothing. oh my God, I don't know how to do this. Right. I've spoken to a few driver's ed tr- instructors and I'm like, I don't know how y'all do that. I mean, yes. y'all would be scared to death. They have a brake pedal on their side, but it's still not enough still. To, for me. But yeah, that's so... Hats off to those guys teaching these these kids how to drive. Absolutely. All right. Well, Trooper, thank you for that. Boy, I learned a lot. I had no idea about there, any of that stuff. Look, there's a lot, you know. And look, some some there are some states that require a hundred hours cool. of, of supervisors cool. driving. That's a lot. I mean, that is a lot. Six, that's over six months every day for a half hour of know, driving. Oh, almost six. Yeah, six months. You know. So Jeez. that's a lot. Um, wow. So those kids out there, we gotta, we gotta be sweet to them. And, uh, as parents, we need to know what the rules really, really are. Yep. Oh, 733. Trooper, good to see you. Thank Happy you. Tuesday. Appreciate it. Thanks for your time. We got news on the, the way. Loudest voices on the biggest issues. We're listening to your concerns. And that's why it's so important for us to say that we hear you. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Depend on it. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at Matthew-James.com. Your news update is brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. They have over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock. Take a look at homefern.com. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. 7.37 in the morning, 75 degrees outside, 20% chance of rain with a high of 91 today. A full look at the forecast in a few minutes. For News Talk 96.5 KPL, I'm Ian Ozan in Lafayette. A new audit of the city parish government says officials misspent tax collections and failed to comply with federal grant reporting rules. The Legislative Auditor's Office released that document on Monday. It says LCG misspent $800,000 in sales taxes and dedicated, or excuse me, $800,000 in sales taxes dedicated to capital projects for non capital items. It also says LCG failed to monitor contractors it hired to dole out federal emergency rental assistance program funds. The town of Grand Coteau also has issues in its latest audit. That audit found that the utility system has problems, specifically town employees not paying their bills on time. The audit says those officials are neither charged late fees nor is their service cut off. In Lafayette, one person is dead and another in custody after a weekend shooting on Guidry Street. Police say Destiny McAfee shot her living boyfriend during a domestic dispute. McAfee then left the home in her boyfriend's car and drove to Texas. That's where she later surrendered to authorities. McAfee is facing a second-degree murder charge. In St. Martin Parish, deputies are investigating a shooting that left a Houston man dead. Happened Saturday morning on the Smead Highway. According to investigators, Brady Mayhew was riding in a car with three others when someone pulled alongside them and started shooting. Mayhew died in the car before the driver could get to a nearby truck stop for help. No one else in the car was injured. In New Iberia, a man is dead after a weekend shooting there. It happened Sunday morning just after midnight on South Gibbs Lane. Police have not identified the victims. So far, no arrests. In St. Landry Parish, a Sunset man is dead after a weekend shooting. It happened around 4 o'clock Saturday afternoon on LA 357 near Park Avenue in Opelousas. The state trooper says Reginald Miller's car ran off the road and flipped. Miller died at the scene. The crash remains under investigation. 
In state news, a new legislative audit takes a look at some of the issues facing education in Louisiana. Specifically, it looks at teacher retention and the state's lack of certified teachers. Kevin Gallagher has a story. Louisiana's public schools have ranked near the bottom for student outcomes, and state auditor Ed Saylor says one reason is that the students who need the most help might not have a certified teacher. Teachers who are serving students that are, are more economically disadvantaged are less likely to be certified, and they tend to have fewer years of experience on average. Saylor says teachers with more experience tend to be more effective. So how do you keep experienced teachers? He says increasing their pay does help. If the state were to increase salaries, that could be something that would result in improved teacher retention. I'm Kevin Gallagher. A new report from the Louisiana Economic Activity Forecast is dismal. It says the state won't add as many jobs this year as previously expected. Brooke Thorrington has those details. University of Louisiana at Lafayette economist Gary Wagner says Louisiana is expected to gain about 21,000 jobs over the next year, a 40% reduction from what was projected last quarter. Look, I mean, we're still forecasting growth. It's just slower growth than we were looking at a few months ago. Wagner says job growth is expected to be slower than previously projected because they anticipate the Federal Reserve will raise interest rates to combat rising inflation, which will lead to a slowdown in the economy. They're expecting rates to go up an additional 1% this year and 1% in 2023. I'm Brooke Thorrington. Quickly through sports, the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns are headed to the NCAA tournament. They will play in the College Station Regional. They'll take on TCU Friday night at 7 o'clock. Texas A&M and Oral Roberts also in that regional. By the way, Louisiana winning the Sunbelt Conference tournament. They beat Georgia Southern in the finals 7-6 to that game on Sunday. Powerball jackpot up to $168 million. That jackpot up for grabs tomorrow, along with the lotto at $1.8 million and the easy five at $160,000. Meanwhile, night, Mega Millions jackpot on the line, $170 million in that drawing. Quick programming note, United States Senator John Kennedy joining Acadiana's Morning News. That's coming up at around 8.15. You're up to date. Ian Ozan, News Talk 96.5 KPEL. There's not a whole lot to be concerned about in the forecast here. We're looking pretty quiet and straightforward over the next couple of days. Mostly sunny skies out there today should help those temperatures get up to about 91. It is getting a little more humid outside, though, so the heat index is going to be running warmer than that. Look for mid to upper 90 heat index values across the board. A few isolated showers are going to be possible as well. We started to see some of that moisture getting into the area yesterday, and I do think today could translate to a few pop-up thunderstorms in the afternoon. Overnight lows are going to be dropping down into the lower 70s. Kind of what we're looking at through the rest of the week as well. Not a whole lot of change day in and day out. We all look like it's going to be pretty standard stuff. We do have the official start of hurricane season. That is going to be tomorrow. Make sure that you start going through some of those early preparations for what could be another very busy season. We'll have more on that at KTC. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. And 75 degrees with those clear skies right now. Our weather update brought to you by 360 Painting of Lafayette. Now, when you want a job done, you want a job done by people who are passionate and love doing what they're actually doing, right? Okay, so I love radio. That's why I love radio, and I get excited to come here every day. Well, guess what? 360 Painting of Lafayette, they are just as excited to do painting, whether it's the exterior of your home or business or the interior, and the results are flawless. Now, that's what you need. You know, and for the summer, you can do even just one room in your home, and it can give a whole different look and a whole different feel for not a lot of money. You can get some eye-catching results. 
So if you need to have some painting done, I highly recommend 360 Painting of Lafayette. You just can't go wrong. Look, they know painting. It really is their passion. It's what they love to do. Been doing it for years. And look, they are going to look at your home. If you're not really like exactly sure what you want, that's not a problem. Okay. Then come into the home and let you know, oh, okay, well, maybe we could try this color or a pop of color. You don't even have to go very big at all to be able to get a completely different look for your home. Something that is affordable by people who are passionate about painting. 360 Painting of Lafayette. You have to go check them out online right now. They also do things like fence painting. And if you want your deck stained, who wants to have to do that? Nobody. Let them do it. Concrete staining. See, this is great because that way you can close the garage door, have extra space when you're having people over. They do it all. Check them out today. 360 Painting of Lafayette. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. A couple of hot spots as far as traffic goes. Ambassador Caffrey Johnston got a little fender bender there. It happened about 20 minutes or so ago. That's Ambassador Caffrey Johnston. And also, according to Lafayette PD, there is a grass fire. It's on Dunan Street between Chester and Pine. So if you see that going on, it's just a grass fire on Dunan Street between Chester and Pine. But just wanted you to be aware of that if you're seeing something this way. Good morning, Acadiana. Happy Tuesday. Ian, it's Tuesday and it's not Monday, even though it does feel a little Monday-ish, you know? It feels Monday-ish. I'm at the point now where it's like, man, I could use a cup of coffee right now, uh-huh. which, which on a Monday I typically would, but it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's Tuesday. So, hey, when they close to Friday, I'm not I going know. to complain. I know. It's so exciting because I'm thinking to myself, like, yeah, all right. Yes, it all feels kind of weird for us this morning. I bet everybody feels a little bit tired, but it's okay. Shake it off. Become the giant today. Look, there are so many KPL people. They are the giant, man. They're out there just crushing it every single day. So, Ian, I've got to ask you, mm-hmm. do you feel like a giant? Because there was a uh, a Powerball ticket worth some money and it was sold somewhere i think where you visited recently so my question is are you rolling in the dough i am not it was oh. sold in new orleans east it oh. was uh it wasn't uh, in oh. the part of town that i that i frequent so oh man a braver soul than i went to new orleans east and bought the uh <laughs> the hundred thousand dollar winner well i'm sorry it's not you but i mean somebody's dreams are coming true that's for sure wow can you imagine how freaked out you'd be if that happened to you? I would lose I, my I, mind. I would be freaked out. I'd lose my mind, but then I would have to do my best not to tell too many I know. people. Yeah, just, okay, but Ian, let's make a pact. Don't tell anybody. Call a lawyer. <laughs> no, that, and, and that's what you're supposed to do. Call a lawyer, set up a trust, <laughs> and in Louisiana, because you, legally you can't go anonymous. Uh huh. When you when mm. you win the lottery, mm. your best thing is first thing to call a lawyer, set up a trust, and mm. then go claim the ticket so you can remain anonymous. Uh huh. See all good things to know. I love this. Okay, let's talk money real quick. We got a little bit yep. before the top of the hour. 
uh, money and Lafayette Consolidated Government. So there was an audit that was released yesterday. Uh, all agencies routinely get audited. So w- what are we talking about here? There are some problems with things that didn't get worked out correctly. Yeah, what we're looking at here is the biggest one is the fact that the audit found that LCG used $800,000 in sales taxes dedicated to capital projects for non-capital items. Oh, for those of you who are okay. wondering what the taxes are, the 1961 and 1985 dedicated sales taxes mm. for the city of Lafayette, those mm-hmm. are dedicated specifically for, and I forget what the specifics are. I think mm-hmm. roads, parks and rec, I think are some of them. Mm-hmm. But again, don't quote me because these taxes are so old. In fact, they're some of the last taxes approved by voters in the city of Lafayette. Mm-hmm. But they're dedicated for certain uses, and apparently, according to the audit, they were used elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also found, and this is one a complaint that we had heard before last year, even before this audit mm-hmm. got underway, yeah. was that LCG may not have been doing uh, enough to monitor the contractors that it had hired to hand out the emergency rental assistance program fund, some of the COVID money mm-hmm. that the city and parish received. And now the audit is coming back and saying, yeah, that was a problem. How do we know that that money was properly dispersed? And that in and of itself is a violation of federal rules where you have to properly inventory and monitor what's going on. Yeah. The biggest takeaway from this is that an employee, or I should say one of the bigger surprises from this, yes. is that uh, one of the employees at a municipal golf course was arrested for stealing money. It was over a three-month period, was taking money from the register. Mm-hmm. And normally, when something like that happens in city government, we hear about it. I don't remember ever seeing or hearing any, anything yeah. about this. I think we all just missed it, honestly. I think yeah, that's the- what happened. And so you know everybody's going to be digging into it so severely now. We're going to find out. And that's the thing. Uh, I know mm-hmm. Channel 3 has already requested because yep. they worked yesterday. We didn't. Mm-hmm. They've uh, requested information from Laffey Police as of this morning. Mm-hmm. I don't think that information's come through. We'll be checking on that today as well Mm -hmm. but it also shows a lack of controls in some of the departments that allowed this to happen over a three-month period the audit the the audit doesn't say who the employee is we don't know where the case stands right now when exactly this happened now we do know that it would have had to have happened during the previous fiscal year Mm -hmm. the fiscal year ending october 31 of 2021 right so it it happened between November 1 of 2020 and October 31 of last year. We, that's about as much as we can gather. We don't know what park it happened at. But again, it's a matter now of figuring out what happened, what's the nature of that case, was that money ever reimbursed, did the city get restitution? Because mm. that was another area of the audit where as of the time of the audit, restitution hadn't been made mm-hmm. and an insurance claim, I don't think, had been filed mm-hmm. to get some of that money back. Mm-hmm. So there's some questions well, there that... Uh, everybody hearing this right now? Answered. Yeah, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I know everybody hearing this right now is saying, hmm, whoever it is better pay that money back. Even if it was, you know, what some would say is insignificant. Nah, give us our money back, people. Whoever and that person was. Yep. Money right now is tight. We've mm-hmm. been talking about how money's been tight with uh, with Lafayette City and parish funds, mm-hmm. especially on the parish side. Yeah. And now the question, and this will be something for Thursday, where did that $800,000 in the capital money go? Mm-hmm. What's, what's going to be done to repay that particular mm-hmm. fund? 
as well. And are there other mechanisms in place if something like that does happen? So, yeah, these are going to be some great questions. The whole audit itself was about 340 pages. Something like that. Yeah. Great bathroom mm-hmm. reading if mm-hmm. you're so inclined. Yeah. And it, it, look, it's it's all available. It's, it's you know, that's a, a public uh, document. So it's all available to anybody that wants to take a look. But, yes, obviously, that's going to be a big part of our discussion coming up on Thursday, um, no doubt. And I'm sure they probably... You know, have got a lot of uh, a lot of different information that they want to share with us too, and oof, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that money at the golf course. Yeah, it'll it'll be fun again. <clears throat> it's about as interesting as War and Peace, but three hundred forty mm. some odd pages. It's yeah. there. Legislative Auditor's website. It's on the front page. The other interesting audit to read: the one in Grancato. Who mm-hmm. boy, city officials not paying their utility bills. I mean, come on, people. The rest of us got to. Y'all need to do it, too. All right. We got to wrap up for this hour. More to come in the 8 o'clock hour. Mostly sunny for today. 20% of us going to have to deal with some of those pop-up showers with a high at 91. So Ian and I brought our umbrella, each of us, just in case. Right now, 75. Want a financial consultant who sees things through your eyes? Talk to Jeff Gunnels, your local Charles Schwab branch leader at 337-265-4210. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. The European Union turns up the heat on Russia for invading Ukraine, the bloc imposing a ban on most Russian oil imports as part of a new round of sanctions against Moscow. A push for a complete ban was blocked by Hungary because of its dependence on Russian oil. The ripple effect of high inflation is spreading beyond spending. The Commerce Department reporting the personal savings rate for Americans is at its lowest level since 2008. Disposable income dropped by about 4.5% last month. A global wheat shortage could get even worse, with some farmers in North Dakota saying heavy rains prevented them from planting as much wheat crop as they normally would. The U.S. is the fourth largest wheat exporter in the world. The World Health Organization says a recent monkeypox outbreak is not a pandemic yet, and there's a window of opportunity to slow it down. About two dozen countries outside of Africa confirming cases. Monkeypox is typically limited to Africa. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Steve Rappaport, invested in you. Is your current home loan the right fit for you? Rising home values mean that you could have more home equity than you might imagine. And if you're considering a refi, an expertly chosen loan from Loan Depot could save you thousands. Ask about their smart term loans, cash out, and over 300 loan options to find just the right mortgage loan for you. Call now, 866-888-LOAN, or go to LoanDepot.com. Loan Depot, where home means everything. Rates are subject to change. Equal housing opportunity lender. NMLS number 174457. Licensed in all 50 states. You're listening to American Ground Radio's Morning Minute. This weekend, Joe Biden told a crowd at Arlington Cemetery that democracy has never been good. Okay, I don't think he meant it that way, but maybe he's right. After all, we're not a democracy. We're a republic. We elect representatives who vote for our laws instead of us voting directly on those laws, which would be a pure democracy. In a democracy, the rights of minorities can simply be voted away by the mob. Maybe Biden's gaffe wasn't a gaffe, but projection, because when the left advocates for abolishing the Electoral College, what are they advocating for? Mob rule. And as Biden said, that's not always good. Unfortunately, our president isn't always aware of what words are coming out of his mouth. And that's never good. American Ground Radio, where building a better America begins with building a better us. Return each weeknight from 9 to 10 p.m. with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Farr. On News Talk 96.5 KPEL. And streaming live at KPEL96.5.com.
News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. He has a plan to fight inflation. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That's what President Biden says, detailing it in a Wall Street Journal op-ed before today's meeting with Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell, who's been raising interest rates, trying to lower prices. President Biden says inflation can come down without threatening jobs and economic growth, urging again Congress to pass energy tax credits to bring down costs and reduce the deficit in part by boosting resources to the IRS and collect taxes Americans already owe. As Fox's Jared Halpern, Republican Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson just told Fox he read what the president wrote. And uh, there's a lot of uh, finger pointing. Uh, there is a lack of recognition of the challenge of his restrictions on our energy supply as being part of the problem. Now gas is up another fraction to another record high. AAA's national average for regular just over 462 per gallon. It's been a week since the massacre in a school in Uvalde, Texas that the mayor wants torn down. One resident of this community that I was talking to said that it feels like they have been in a nightmare. Fox's Casey Stiegel in Uvalde. As of this morning, there are still five people in the hospital, we should mention, two children, because more than 17 were injured with this shooting. Of course, 19 kids and two teachers were murdered. The first two funerals are today. Two juries get back to deliberating this hour in Washington. The case is against Michael Sussman, charged by special counsel John Durham, who's investigating the origins of the 2016 Trump-Russia investigation and alleges... Sussman lied to the FBI when he said he wasn't bringing Trump-Russia allegations on behalf of any client. Durham's team showed jurors an invoice where Sussman billed the Clinton campaign on the same day he met with the FBI. Fox's Brooke Singman the other day. The other trial is Johnny Depp's libel case against ex-wife Amber Heard in court in Virginia over her newspaper op-ed describing herself as a domestic abuse victim. She has countersued him. America's listening to Fox News. It's the perfect season for a powerful business upgrade with Dell Technologies Summer Sale Event. Save up to 45% on secure PCs built for business with Windows 10 Pro. You'll also find great savings on Dell servers, monitors, docks, and other accessories to help boost productivity. Plus, enjoy free shipping on everything. Do more with modern devices and Windows 10 Pro. Call 877-ASK-DELL for a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the right tech. That's 877-ASK-DELL for business specials during Dell's Summer Sale Event. Did you know that most adults with autism are unemployed and a major hurdle is the lack of job opportunities? That's why Autism Speaks is teaming up with Lee Container, the Jay Donald and Laurel Lee Family Foundation Fund, and delivering jobs to create a more inclusive workforce in the U.S. Are you an HR professional, community leader, or business owner? Join us in creating a workforce where people of all abilities can contribute and thrive. To learn more, visit AutismSpeaks.org employment. That school shooting in Uvalde, Texas, has President Biden and Democrats calling for stricter gun laws again. Some Republicans are in talks trying to work out a compromise, like Senator John Cornyn. I will do as I've always done, and that is try to lean forward and meet my colleagues across the aisle halfway. Well, there's no halfway in Canada, where Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has a plan to crack down on handguns in that country. The Prime Minister announced Monday Canada is going to cap the number of handguns in the country. Trudeau expects 
new legislation to be enacted this fall that will make buying, selling, or importing handguns illegal anywhere in Canada. His government's planning to fight gun smuggling with tougher criminal penalties as well as strengthening border measures. Canada already has plans to ban about 1,500 types of military-style firearms and is planning a mandatory gun buyback program that starts at the end of this year. Till NATO, Fox News. Two more Russian soldiers are going behind bars in Ukraine. They both pleaded guilty to bombing civilian buildings in the second war crimes trial since Russia invaded. They each got 11 and a half years in prison. Earlier this month, a Russian soldier got life for murdering a Ukrainian civilian. Now, Russia keeps bombarding eastern areas of that country. Ukraine asking the West for more help and weapons. The U.S. has already sent billions of dollars worth of aid. Joint Chiefs of Staff Chairman General Mark Milley says... It could end up as a grind and go on and on, uh, and a stalemate. It could end up with one side or the other just, uh, having a decisive victory. It could end up in a peace negotiation. There's many, many alternatives, uh, and we're not really sure right now. On Wall Street, stocks could return to selling after last week's big rebound. Dow futures are down more than 200 points ahead of the opening bell later this hour. In the NHL playoffs, the New York Rangers beat the Carolina Hurricanes 6-2 in a Game 7 to advance to the Eastern Conference Final against the two-time defending champion Tampa Bay Lightning. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. 805 and 78 degrees outside. Daniel Phillips says 20% chance of rain and a high of 91. According to our friend Scott and Plazos, by the way, 77 degrees. Traffic flowing in the Plazos Snoop across roads. Full look at traffic and weather coming up in a few minutes. For News Talk 96.5 KPL, I'm Ian Ozan. Starting in Lafayette, a new audit of the city parish government says officials misspent tax collections and failed to comply with federal grant reporting rules. The Legislative Auditor's Office released that document on Monday. It says LCG misspent $800,000 in sales taxes dedicated to capital projects for non-capital items. It also says LCG failed to monitor contractors it hired to dole out federal emergency rental assistance program funds. According to that audit, or excuse me, according to the audit, the lack of monitoring prevented LCG from making sure the money was properly dispersed. The audit also notes that an employee at one of the municipal golf courses was arrested for stealing money from a register at the golf course. The audit cites a lack of controls for allowing that employee to steal the money over a three-month period. An audit of the town of Grand Coteau found issues with its utility system. Specifically, some town employees and officials aren't paying their bills on time. The audit says those officials are neither charged late fees nor is their service cut off. The audit also found the town failed to pay its bills on time. It didn't keep proper financial records, violated open meetings laws, and violated the state budget law by overspending its TIF budget by 8%. A rash of deadly shootings hit Acadiana over the weekend. First in Lafayette, a person is dead, another in custody after a weekend shooting on Gidry Street. Police say Destiny McAfee shot her live-in boyfriend during a domestic dispute. McAfee then left home in her boyfriend's car and drove to Texas where she surrendered to authorities. She's facing a second-degree murder charge. In St. Martin Parish, a Houston man is dead after a Saturday morning shooting on the Smead Highway. According to investigators, Brady Mayhew was riding in a car with three others when someone pulled alongside them and started shooting. Mayhew died in the car before his driver could get to a nearby truck stop for help. No one else died, or excuse me, no one else in the car rather was injured. In New Iberia, a man is dead after a weekend shooting there. It happened Sunday morning after midnight on South Gibbs Lane. Police have not identified the victim. So far, no arrests. 
In St. Landry Parish, a Sunset Man is dead after a weekend crash. Happened around 4 o'clock Saturday afternoon on LA 357 near Park Avenue in Opelousas. State troopers say Reginald Miller's car ran off the road and flipped. Miller died at the scene. The crash remains under investigation. In state news, a new legislative audit takes a look at some of the issues facing education in Louisiana. Namely, it looks at teacher retention and the state's lack of certified teachers. Kevin Gallagher reports. Louisiana's public schools have ranked near the bottom for student outcomes, and State Auditor Ed Saylor says one reason is that the students who need the most help might not have a certified teacher. Teachers who are serving students that are, are more economically disadvantaged are less likely to be certified, and they tend to have fewer years of experience on average. Saylor says teachers with more experience tend to be more effective. So how do you keep experienced teachers? He says increasing their pay does help. If the state were to increase salaries, that could be something that would result in improved teacher retention. I'm Kevin Gallagher. A new report from the Louisiana Economic Activity Forecast is dismal. It says the state won't add as many jobs this year as previously expected. Brooke Thornton has the details. University of Louisiana at Lafayette economist Gary Wagner says Louisiana is expected to gain about 21,000 jobs over the next year, a 40% reduction from what was projected last quarter. Look, I mean, we're still forecasting growth. It's just slower growth than we were looking at a few months ago. Wagner says job growth is expected to be slower than previously projected because they anticipate the Federal Reserve will raise interest rates to combat rising inflation, which will lead to a slowdown in the economy. They're expecting rates to go up an additional 1% this year and one percent in 2023 i'm brooke thorrington in sports the louisiana Asian cajuns baseball team going to the ncaa tournament roll that beautiful baseball footage the 1-0 swung on a fly ball hit to left center marshock and the cajuns win it brandon tally gets it done let's dogpile everybody get on top NCAA tournament. The Cajuns win the Sun Belt. Ho, ho, holy cow. The odds were so against them coming in. But Louisiana gets the automatic bid to the NCAA tournament. Jay Walker on the Raging Cajun Sports Network from Learfield. What else can you say after that? The Cajuns battle back from deficits of 5 to nothing and 6 to 5 to beat Georgia Southern 7 to 6 in Sunday's Sunbelt Championship game. Two runs in the top of the ninth put Louisiana in the winner's circle. The win was an emotional one from head coach Matt Deggs and really everybody else associated with the program. That emotion was on full display during Deggs' postgame interview with Brad Topham. It's all hard. It's hard for all of us. But you know, you came here, you came with a purpose. It wasn't to build it. It was to restore everything that Tony built that you were a part of. You're not done. But to the Cajun Nation that supports you, to the parents that are here, and to we both know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, I came back for, for two reasons, really three, and I've told the players and I've told a lot of people this. Me and my family, we knew what we were going to do, and that was... One for the Robo shows and uh, coach and, and uh, Cajun Nation and for them saving our lives. And uh, two was for the 14 team, and we got some unfinished business. You do. And look, your seniors did it. And Jay Walker is a savant. He said, do not be surprised if in the ninth inning, Brandon Talley's on the mound. I'm not surprised, but could we have made just a easy on us? 
This has kind of been our MO, though, right? We're, Fall behind by five and no stop. Nope. We're fun. And I just want to say thank you to our fans, best fans in the country, Brian Maggard for always standing by us. And, and these parents have been incredible this weekend. Our fans have been incredible. And more than anything, my family, because they've been through the ringer over the last three years. And they never wavered. Well, we know 36 is looking down. You know what? You're not done. Not done. Congratulations, Coach. Back up to you, Jay. All right, Brad, we'll take a final break, and then uh, we'll come back, give you a final line score. And first, we got to uh, wipe our eyes a little bit. Cajuns win it 7-6. This is Louisiana postgame from Learfield. Yeah, Jay Walker said it best. We all had to wipe our eyes, and frankly, some of us are wiping our eyes again after hearing that audio. So who are the Cajuns playing? They're taking on TCU in the College Station Regional. That game, Friday at 7 o'clock, Texas A&M and Oral Roberts University. The other two teams slotted in that regional. The state of Louisiana as a whole, well represented in this year's NCAA tournament. David Grubb looks at the other teams in the field of 64. Louisiana Tech, UL, and Southeastern had all claimed automatic bids after winning their conference tournaments, and LSU was a lock as an at-large selection for the NCAA tournament. The bigger question was where these teams were headed. The Tigers opened in Hattiesburg, something Coach Jay Johnson says he saw coming. It made sense and um, wasn't really a surprise. Louisiana Tech heads to the Austin Regional. Southeastern goes to Auburn with UL traveling to College Station. The Lions are back for the fourth time under Coach Matt Reiser. So rewarding, man, to see those guys be able to experience that. All four will be in action this Friday night. I'm David Grubb. We should also know the Sunbelt Conference well represented as well. Georgia Southern hosting a regional. They're the number 16 national seed. Coastal Carolina also gets into the tournament this year. And Texas State also in the NCAA tournament this year. Congratulations to the Sunbelt Conference for being well represented. Game one of the NBA Finals Thursday night. Boston takes on Golden State in this year's championship series. Mega Millions jackpot tonight worth $170 million. Powerball tomorrow, $168 million. Lotto at $1.8 million. Easy five at $160,000. Coming up in just a few minutes, United States Senator John Kennedy joining Brandon Como and I on Acadiana's Morning News. So stay tuned for that. That's coming up on the flip side of the break. You're up to date. Ian Ozan, News Talk 96.5 KPL. Your news update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding, welcome home. There's not a whole lot to be concerned about in the forecast here. We're looking pretty quiet and straightforward over the next couple of days. Mostly sunny skies out there today should help those temperatures get up to about 91. It is getting a little more humid outside, though, so the heat index is going to be running warmer than that. Look for mid to upper 90 heat index values across the board. A few isolated showers are going to be possible as well. We started to see some of that moisture getting into the area yesterday, and I do think today could translate to a few pop-up thunderstorms in the afternoon. Overnight lows are going to be dropping down into the lower 70s. Kind of what we're looking at through the rest of the week as well. Not a whole lot of change day in and day out. We all look like it's going to be pretty standard stuff. We do have the official start of hurricane season. That is going to be tomorrow. Make sure that you start going through some of those early preparations for what could be another very busy season. We'll have more on that at KTC. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. News Talk 96.5, KPL. Right now, traffic. Right now, looking at what's happening on the roadways, we do have a crash. Ambassador Caffrey at Johnston. That's Ambassador at Johnston. Also, we have a crash on Pinhook Road. This is Pinhook right near its intersection with South College. 1940.
Acadian in the morning on Tuesday, May the 31st, 2022. This is Acadiana's Morning News. I'm Ian Ozan. Bernadette Lee had to skedaddle for a moment. Brandon Como in the co-host chair this morning. Good morning, Brandon. How are you, my friend? Hey, good morning, man. How, how's everything going? Everything is going all right. A nice three-day weekend, rest, recharge, and we are ready to go to get through the final day of the month of May. Hard to believe June starts tomorrow. Busy time in the nation's capital for Congress and taking some time out to join us on Acadiana's Morning News this morning. The senator from the great state of Louisiana, John Kennedy. Senator Kennedy, thank you for joining us. Good morning, Ian. Good morning, Brandon. Good morning, sir. Before we get into the topics at hand, what's on the agenda today for you? I'm going to be on the phone most of the day. I've got about, I would guess, 15 phone calls I've got to return. Uh, I'm in Louisiana this week, and I've got uh, trips planned all over the state, but uh, I'm going I'm to return phone calls today. So you mentioned the trips planned across the state. Are there any open houses either with you or with your staffers this week where people can come by and speak with you? I know I'll be in uh, Livingston Parish tomorrow giving a speech. Frankly, Ian, I don't know where it is. I think it's the Chamber of Commerce. Um, but uh, you can go to my website and just I'll, it, there's, a, there's a list of all the places that I'll be this week. Let's go ahead and jump into some of the topics at hand then. Uh, first off, it's been a week since the Uvalde shooting. Of course, there's a lot of debate right now about possible gun control regulation or gun control bills uh, coming through the United States Congress, the Senate right now, some pushback, especially on the Republican side. From your perspective, this is just you as John Kennedy as a senator, not as the body politic. Is there anything that Congress can do to prevent something like what happened at Uvalde from happening again? Well, look, what happened recently in Buffalo and, and Uvalde is, I mean, they, they, they're tragedies. And and I don't know why bad things happen to good people in this world. If I make it to heaven, I'm going to ask. But you can't stop every tragedy in life by passing law. You can't stop every tragedy in life by giving the federal government more power. You just can't. Now, I have said for a long time, and I believe it, that uh, we've got thousands of gun control laws in America. We, we don't need more gun control. We need more idiot control. Um, there are things that we can take a look at doing. For example, after... After 9-11, we all remember 9-11, we didn't ban airplanes. We secured the cockpits. So we need to take a look at how to secure our schools. Uh, I left Washington last Thursday night. Before I left, we tried to pass a bill that would direct our Federal Department of Homeland Security to get in touch with every school in America and work with them on implementing the very best practices that we know that work to secure the schools. Senator Schumer blocked that bill. He ought to hide his head in a bag. Um, what, what many, not all, but many of my Democratic colleagues want to do 
They will say otherwise, but if you give them truth serum, they'll tell the truth. They want to. Uh, they want to. They want to ban guns. They certainly want to ban AR-15s. Many, many of my Democratic colleagues, and I think I include the president in this, they don't understand what an AR-15 is. They think it's an automatic weapon. It's not. And just yesterday, President Biden talked about he wants to, to ban 9mm handguns. I, I don't know why he makes a distinction between a 9mm handgun and a 38 uh, or a 45, but that just tells me he doesn't understand handguns. And uh, I, I think, I know, it, it's been upheld many times by the U.S. Supreme Court we, that we have this thing called the Second Amendment. And Americans have a right to own a gun. We do. And we don't have to give the government any reason for why we own that gun. Uh, we have the right to own a gun. And I understand uh, uh, my, my Democratic friends, they don't understand that the Bill of Rights is there to control government. It's not to control people. Uh, and, and if they want to try to amend the Constitution to remove this fundamental constitutional right, they can have at it. It's a free country. It won't pass. The final point I'll make is this happens every single time. You know, when, when a radical jihadist blows up, a radical Muslim jihadist blows up a school and kills kids, we are told, don't blame all Muslims for the act of abuse. And I agree with that. How come the same rule doesn't apply to the 100 million plus gun, owner, gun owners in America? I've never understood that. Senator John Kennedy joining us on KDN's Morning News. I want to follow up on something you said about controlling the idiots. Uh, the shooting in Buffalo happened not at a school but at a grocery store. How do we control the idiots, as you say, to prevent something, a mass shooting, from happening anywhere? Is there anything Congress can do to, quote, control the idiots? Is that even possible? Well, there were, there were a number of indications in the Buffalo shooting that this, uh, this whack job who, who did the shooting uh, had a history of violence or threatened violence. Uh, we're still gathering facts in Uvalde. But more and more coming out to to show that there is uh, there's some indication that this this black job in Texas also uh, demonstrated a propensity to violence. That's uh, that's one way. Um, but you're not going to solve this problem, in my opinion, and it wouldn't be constitutional if they tried. Those some will try by banning guns. You, you just uh, won't. Look, we have uh, we have thousands of people killed, unfortunately, every year by drunk drivers. We, we don't try to solve the problem by banning sober drivers. We try to concentrate on the problem, and I think that's what we ought to do here. Speaking with Senator John Kennedy here on Acadiana's Morning News. Um, so, you know, talking about drivers, let's uh, let's kind of transition to gas prices. And, um, you know, one thing that you pointed out uh, heading into Memorial Day weekend was that we were only paying two seventy one for a gallon of gas here in Louisiana just last year. Prices, of course, have skyrocketed well over $4 since then. Um, what do things look like for the summer? Are there some things happening behind the scenes 
to get us some relief at the pump, or, or can we expect uh, gas prices to continue to either hover around the $4 mark or maybe even climb past the 5 or $6 mark as the summer wears on? Well, there are some things. Good question, Brandon. There are some things happening behind the scenes by President Biden. Unfortunately, they're going to make it worse. Um, look, cause the, 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 this is a very straightforward um, um, situation. President Biden has his boot on the throat of the oil and gas industry. He's canceled federal leases in the Gulf. He's canceled them in, uh, in Alaska. Uh, he just promulgated new regulations that are going to make it impossible to build pipelines. Uh, his, his policy and the policy of the, of the, the, the pink haired workers that have taken over his administration is his energy policy is wind, solar, and wishful thinking. They hate oil and gas. Uh, and, and, uh, I think not all of them, and I'm not a, attributing this to the president because I don't know, but there are many members of the Biden administration that are delighted to see gas prices so high because they think that means that people will, uh, will buy more electric cars. I guess they think that ordinary Americans have $75,000 flying around to buy an electric car. And Senator, that's what I wanted to ask you about that as well, in the sense of, you know, I understand that being the agenda with Democrats, many uh, progressive Democrats in trying to get us off of fossil fuels and such. But with an with an election, you know, coming up towards the end of the year in November, I mean, do you believe that there's a chance that we may start seeing a couple of moves that will actually benefit citizens at the pump? Or do are, are Democrats right now just kind of hunkering down, accepting what 2022, the bloodbath that it could be? Well, God, I hope I hope we can do something, Brandon. But the fact remains: here's, here's just a fat fact: uh, the Democrats control the presidency, they control the House, and they control the Senate, and they can block every single thing that we try to do. I have tried to open up drilling. I have tried to get uh, Biden's boot off the neck of the oil and gas pipelines, but they block it every single time. They hate fossil fuels. And as long as they create scarcity, the price is going to keep going up. If you want, the only place I know of that you can find cheaper gas and cheaper food is in a voting booth. And the American people in these midterm elections, in my opinion, are going to speak loudly and clearly that they don't hate wind and they don't, they support solar as do I. But they also are realistic and understand that we can't run this economy without oil and natural gas. We just can't. Senator John Kennedy joining us on Acadiana's Morning News. Follow up on that, sir. Looking at the numbers historically, going back the last 20 years, from 04 to 05, we saw a price jump of $1.88 to 230. Then you fast forward a few more years, 2006 to 8, we saw a jump from 259 to 327 over those couple years. When you adjust those prices for inflation, they're just a few cents lower than where we are right now. That 2008 number adjusted for inflation, $3.61. The next year, in 09, it was down to 258. Then the roller coaster ride began. Got to a high of about 380 when adjusted for inflation in 2012, and then dipped below the 250 mark a few years later. So the I bring all that up to say is what's different 
about our situation now where we're seeing prices go on the roller coaster where they go up versus what happened then where we saw the roller coaster and the prices eventually settled down? Well, let me say it again. Uh, This is no secret. Um, I mean, unless you just parachuted in from the International Space Station, you understand that the Biden administration hates fossil fuels. They every day they try they try to kill the industry, uh, rescinding leases or refusing to lease, uh, killing pipelines, encouraging bankers not to loan money for oil and gas production. They want everybody to use wind and solar. There's just one problem, as as I've said before, my car doesn't run off unicorn urine and pixie dust. Yeah, I have to buy gasoline. And when you've got a, a, a small, a, a, a greater demand and a lesser supply, prices are going to go up. Now, President Biden wants to blame it all on Putin. Uh, but this started well before, well before the, uh, the, the attack by Putin on Ukraine. And I think not for not for everybody in the Biden administration, but there are I know a lot of the people in the Biden administration. They've got to be confirmed by the Senate. These are radical people. They uh, they're delighted to see that the price of gasoline so is so high because they think that it's the beginning of the death knell for oil and gas. They want everybody to use wind and solar. They don't even believe in nuclear energy. It's wind and solar, but they're they're wholly unrealistic. Speaking with U.S. Senator John Kennedy, before we let you go, um, wanted to uh, get you to speak on uh, some uh, recovery money that is coming to small businesses. Um, a disaster relief bill, three point seven million in disaster relief uh, it, following Hurricane Ida. Talk about where that money is going, and uh, talk just a little bit about uh, how you're able to uh, get that going. You bet. I'm, I sit on the Appropriations Committee, and I work hard every day to try to get uh, more money for all of Louisiana, but especially uh, southwest Louisiana for our hurricanes. And I'm, I'm also been working to try to get us ready for hurricane season. Um, you know, God help us. I hope we don't have any hurricanes. But uh, I have a bill that's uh, going to be meaningful in terms of, of uh, disaster relief. It basically, it just says... That if you get hit by a hurricane, uh, you can borrow a larger amount of money from the SBA uh, without pledging collateral. The old limit was $14,000, and today with inflation, that's nothing. And so this this bill would uh, almost double it. But, but I'm also continuing to work. We're still trying to get the resources to rebuild, Brandon. Um, and even after uh, after last hurricanes, and I'm just hoping we don't have any have any this year. Senator John Kennedy joining us on Acadiana's Morning News. Before we let you go, uh, of course, this is an election year, two back-to-back election years in Louisiana. You, of course, running for re-election in the U.S. Right. Senate. At least two people have announced that they are running against you. What are, what do you think of your opponents so far in the race and from your campaign? Where are you right now in terms of fundraising? Well, I, I don't know them. I, I don't much worry about them. I play against Parr. They're they're both Democrats, 
And uh, I think we all see what's happening in America. Republicans aren't perfect, but the other side's crazy. And my, my opponents believe in bigger government, higher taxes, more spending, more debt, uh, an open border, defunding the police. They believe in abortion. Uh, they believe in a weaker military. And I don't believe in any of those things. If you believe in those things, vote for them. But I believe in the, uh, the exact opposite. I've worked hard. Uh, we have raised, uh, I don't know, about $20, $24, million, so I'll be ready for my campaign. And I thank every single Louisianian who, who uh, contributed to my campaign. And uh, it's an honor to represent them in Washington, D.C. I can't promise everybody I'll win every fight, but I'll promise you this. By God, I'll refuse to be beaten. With that in mind, of course, next year's a gubernatorial election year. Are you considering running for that office or otherwise getting involved in that race? Oh, I'll cross future bridges when I come to them. I got one thing on my mind. Well, my mate, the, um, let me amend this. I got two things on my mind. Number one is representing the people of Louisiana and the United States Senate to the best of my ability. And number two, obviously, I'm thinking about my re-election campaign to the United States Senate. Senator John Kennedy, and Ian, I guess, uh, we'll yes, sir. Ian, can I give you some advice before we go? Yeah, go ahead. Don't uh, be careful taking Brandon's advice. <laughs> You'll end up drunk, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Brandon drunk? Never. <laughs> Senator John oh, Kennedy. Oh, man, thank you guys for having me. Thank, thank you, you Senator me, Kennedy. We appreciate your time. <laughs> All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Senator John Kennedy joining us this morning on Acadiana's Morning News. Brandon, is the uh, senator dropping secrets about you that we didn't know? Uh, I don't know, man. Um, that was pretty funny, though. I definitely have to give him credit on that, especially uh, <laughs> especially for those that know me. Um, I think the I think the reverse might be true. <laughs> exactly. Of us. Yeah, we, after, after his comment, we may have to amend our in-house nicknames. Those of you who know, you know what we're talking about <laughs> Senator John Kennedy joining us on Acadiana's Morning News. By the way, if you missed any part of that, it'll be on our podcast about a half hour after the show is over. KPL965.com, KPL mobile app. Click on podcast. You can listen to all of Acadiana's Morning News uh, today, yesterday, and going back. If there's anything you missed or anything you want to relive, you can do so. KPL965.com or the KPL app by going to the podcast tab there. It is 8.35 in the morning. He's Brandon. I'm Ian. That was Senator John Kennedy. And as always, we appreciate the senator's time. We're back after the... Celebrating 20 years of enlightening Acadiana. Moon Griffon, next on News Talk 96.5. KPL. The 34th Annual Cajun Heartland State Fair is coming to the Cajun Dome. Now through June 5th. News Talk 96.5 KPEL reminds you to get your KPEL My Choice wristband now. It's a great value, and you decide when you want to use it. The News Talk 96.5 KPEL My Choice wristbands, only $30 each. LUS presents the 34th Annual Cajun Heartland State Fair, now through June 5th at the Cajun Dome. Experience wild rides on the Gold Star Midway or the future headliners karaoke club at the table room. Banyap Lane features free entertainment for the family, including the Racing Pigs, the Giraffe Menagerie, and Circus Hollywood. Check online today for the nightly live music lineup at the Coca-Cola Grandstand. Get more information now at CajunDome.com 
or at kpel965.com. Click on the Cajun Dome link for more information. Brought to you by News Talk 96.5 KPEL, where Acadiana comes to talk. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Your news update is brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. They have over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock. Take a look at homefern.com. There's not a whole lot to be concerned about in the forecast here. We're looking pretty quiet and straightforward over the next couple of days. Mostly sunny skies out there today. Should help those temperatures get up to about 91. It is getting a little more humid outside, though, so the heat index is going to be running warmer than that. Look for mid to upper 90 heat index values across the board. A few isolated showers are going to be possible as well. We started to see some of that moisture getting into the area yesterday, and I do think today could translate to a few pop-up thunderstorms in the afternoon. Overnight lows are going to be dropping down into the lower 70s. Kind of what we're looking at through the rest of the week as well. Not a whole lot of change day in and day out. We all look like it's going to be pretty standard stuff. We do have the official start of hurricane season. That is going to be tomorrow. Make sure that you start going through some of those early preparations for what could be another very busy season. We'll have more on that at KTC. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. Leaving a child in a hot vehicle can lead to their death very quickly. Set cell phone reminders or place something you'll need in the back seat so you don't forget your child is in the car. Look for your baby before you lock. Brought to you by NHTSA. News Talk 96.5 KPAL. Right now, traffic. All right, speaking of the roadways, we do have uh, a crash, I-10 of the Ambassador Caffrey exit. This is eastbound. That's I-10 of the Ambassador Caffrey exit headed eastbound. Also, we have a light out Main Street at Masters Drive in Broussard. A show that's not immune to facts, the Dan Bongino Show. I'm here on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. It's 8.42 in the morning on Acadiana's Morning News. I'm Ian Ozan. He's Brandon Como. And you may have heard a little bit of a hiccup there at the very end of our segment with Senator John Kennedy. Uh, Brandon, what was the last thing I said before the Internet decided to go out? Um, You were basically saying that we were going to the break. It, 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 if it was a, I mean, it was a hiccup. If it was going to hiccup. It was the best time to do it, so... Well, I would like to thank Cox Communications for <laughs> waiting until we were tossing a break for the Internet to go out. But thankfully, we have the backup plan, so we are uh, able to get back on uh, the air with you. We have a few minutes left in the show this morning. And the one thing, getting on the pop culture bent, those of a certain age will get this reference. The Dan Bongino Show promo that played a little while ago. At first, I thought you were queuing up the theme song to Celebrity Deathmatch. <laughs> Every time I hear that promo, yes. that's what I think of. That's hilarious. Is, uh, is is that those of you who who understand it you know it if not go on youtube you'll understand you'll uh you may love it you may not but you'll get where we're going i would like to say or no i would like to say that i was planning on going that way that way when i put that promo together but i can't say that it just uh I guess just a happy coincidence. <laughs> it is a happy coincidence. As our friend Nick Diamond would say, good fight, good night. Yes. Johnny Gomez somewhere rolling his eyes uh, in disdain. Um, speaking of sports, celebrity death match uh, sports and claymation, but, uh, but in real sports, the Louisiana Raging Cajun baseball team going to the NCAA tournament. First time since 2016, 2016. Uh, 2016 that they've been in a regional. That's right, because that was Dex's last year, then he went to Sam Houston State afterward. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cajuns in the regional for the first time in six years 
And we played the audio earlier of that last out. We played the audio of Matt Deggs' interview. There's a lot of emotion for several reasons. Obviously, this is the first time this team has been to a regional since Tony Robichaud died in the summer of 2019. The 2020 season was cut short because of the pandemic. Last year was a, a disappointing season for Louisiana on several fronts. And then this year, this team started off slowly, came around during Sunbelt Conference play, and they get hot at the right time. Matt Deggs was not happy when the Sunbelt Conference condensed the tournament to single elimination after whether postponed the first couple days of, of activity. But the single elimination format worked out in the Cajuns' favor. They get a victory against South Alabama on Friday. They beat Georgia Southern, or excuse me, they beat Texas State, the number one seed, on Saturday night in a pitching masterpiece. And then on Sunday, coming back from 5 nothing down to win the game 7-6 to six and win the Sunbelt Conference Championship. In case you missed it earlier, a lot of coincidences here. Tony Robichaud wore number 36. Sunday's win was the 36th win of the season. The last out recorded at 4.36 on the clock. No, it was, it you don't write cool. it better than that, Brandon. Yeah. You do not write it better than that. No, it's pretty amazing how that happens, especially considering it's the first time going back to the, the, the postseason since uh, Coach uh, Robe passed away um, three years ago. But, um, you know, Texas State, the one thing to mention as well was the fact that they swept the Cajuns. When the Cajuns were playing their hottest baseball, they went uh, out to uh, Texas State and then got swept. And then it had kind of quelled a lot of that momentum. And then they got some of it back uh, in that final weekend of the season. But when the single, when it went from a double elimination to a single elimination, I had a friend of mine who loves UL baseball, and he said, this is actually beneficial to us. The thing is, we just have to go out and actually win those games. But, you know, with, with some of the, you know, the pitching and all that, it just worked out really well that we went really to that single elimination tournament and, you know, it allowed for a Brandon tally to come back in and, 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 and close things out and such. And, you know, you had just great stories, of course, in the Texas state game, you had the masterful pitching performance, um, but you also had the hometown kid, um, you know, hitting two home runs in that game as well, getting just enough offense for the Cajuns to get past the nationally ranked Bobcats. So except for coastal, the Cajuns kind of went through a gauntlet, if you will, um, in the Sunbelt conference going through, you know, three of the top five teams. Um, again, Coastal, the only one as the three seed, the Cajuns did not take on. So the Cajuns definitely earned their way uh, to this uh, Sunbelt Conference tournament title. They certainly did. And for the Louisiana Ragin Cajuns, as you mentioned, the sweep at Texas State, that was where a lot of us started wondering, will this team be able to get through the Sunbelt Conference tournament? We knew they could take South Alabama. That was a given. But what would they do after that? Then the single a single elimination format comes up. They get Texas State, and you think, can they get over that hump? That sweep a few weeks ago prevented Louisiana from leapfrogging Texas State to take first place in the conference. Texas State held on. They wound up winning the regular season championship. And then Louisiana gets the victory in what was a masterful performance. Jay Walker, in 30 years of broadcasting, has only twice given a standing ovation to a team or a player after a game. The second time was Saturday night because of the pitching performance that the Cajuns uh, staff put on in that game. And it was nothing short of, uh, of spectacular, especially late in the game to get out of several jams to allow Louisiana to earn that victory. Was it 2-1, to 3-2? to two? I forget what the score was. 3-2 uh, to two in the Texas State game? On Saturday night. Thank yeah, you. Three to two. Uh, so, for, so for the Cajuns and... 
the performance they put on over the course of this past weekend. Here's hoping they're able to do it again yeah. in the College Station Regional. Taking on TCU, 7 o'clock Friday night. It's on ESPN+. Plus. Of course, Jay Walker, Brad Topham will have the call of that broadcast right here on News Talk 96.5. Capel and for Jay Bird and for Brad to get to the regionals. For Jay, I know this is his first time there in six years. Jay's uh, been to the regionals every year since. Lord, what ninety? I'm trying to think. How long has Jay been doing UL baseball on radio? It's That's a good question. I, he thirty years. So I, I guess he's been there on radio for every regional the, that the Cages have played, dating back to 1992. Mm-hmm. So this will be the first time in six years he's there. For top though. I don't know if Top did the last regional that uh, that the Cajuns played in, the one that was here in Lafayette in 2016 with Arizona, Princeton, and Sam Houston State. So I, it'll be interesting to see, A, what the Cajuns do, but for Brad Topham, working his first regional, the, if, if my memory holds right, this is his first regional, mm-hmm. what kind of experience that'll be for him because working mine a, a couple weeks ago with UL softball, let me tell you, Win, lose, or draw, to be in that kind of environment mm-hmm. is is unlike anything else that I've seen. And we've done state uh, football championships before. Yeah. We've done games in the Superdome. Mm-hmm. But to be at an NCAA tournament event, oh, my goodness. And I'll it's, tell, and, and it's I'll, something to behold. I'll tell you, man, um, what, what Brad Topham adds to that Raging Cajun baseball broadcast is incredible. Um, he he – he is the perfect complement to Jay Walker in in the baseball booth in the broadcast baseball broadcast booth, and they really uh, give us they give our listeners a quality quality broadcast every time, and so to see them get to uh, go in the postseason form, um, you know, as we heard them finish off the broadcast with the final call and then the emotional post game interview, that's going to be a lot of fun. And of course, we're going to have those games right here on News Talk ninety six five KPL. Friday night, the Cajuns are set to uh, take on TCU at 7 o'clock. I thought they might give the Cajuns uh, the, the the early game, the 3.30 game or the 3 o'clock game, uh, and I thought you know, Texas A&M might want to take that 7 o'clock spot, but they didn't do that, so the Cajuns will be the one uh, playing the late game on Friday. Yep, the Cajuns will be playing the late game, and for those of you who have things to do during the day, you don't have to worry about work. You don't have to worry about missing anything because it is in prime time on Friday night. Again, 7 o'clock, ESPN Plus if you want to watch it. But, uh, of course, listen to it right here, News Talk 96.5, KPEL, uh, the KPEL mobile app, and uh, the Varsity Sports app from Learfield, which, by the way, if you want to go back and listen on demand after the fact, you can do it there. As well, but you said it uh, better than I could have. Jay and Brad, just the perfect, perfect team, and and what Brad has added to those broadcasts mm-hmm. is Jay was fantastic, and and Brad has taken it to a whole nother level. So those two together, if you love baseball, you love baseball on the radio, and if you've not heard Jay and Brad yet, what are you waiting for? Tune in Friday night, seven o'clock. We want to have it here. All right, we are coming up on the end of the show. Mm-hmm. That's it, Brandon. Yep. Moon Grafon's coming in. Yep. You have your earphones ready? Oh, I've got them ready. I've got him ready. Moon's fired up as always. So, of course, he had the big oh, three-day rephrase that. Do you have your earplugs ready to put in under the uh, the earphones? <laughs> you know, I don't even turn my headphones up. It's just it, I don't even notice the difference when Moon's in here. <laughs> I'm serious. So now we know how you survive. You just turn it down and listen for, and listen from the outside. Because if I leave uh, them where they're at right now, it's going to blow my eardrums out. I'm serious. <laughs> 
Yes, uh, you, you'll have to collect disability because you won't be able to work in radio anymore. <laughs> oh, man, it's 852. I appreciate you sitting in with me uh, for the last hour. Uh, thanks to Senator John Kennedy as well as State Trooper Thomas Gosson for joining us on Acadiana's Morning News this morning. God willing, if the checks don't bounce, Bernie and back are tomorrow. Bernie and I are back tomorrow yeah. with Winging It Wednesday at another edition of Acadiana's Morning News. Of course, you can hear Brandon 4 o'clock this afternoon with Shannon Wilkerson on Offsides right here on News Talk 96.5. KPL. So stay tuned for that, as well as the Moon Graffon Show coming up in a matter of minutes. Until we do meet again, I'm Ian Ozan reminding you, don't take life too seriously. You're not getting out alive anyway. Good day, everybody. Leveraging the power of Fox News Radio to cover the big issues that matter to you. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Depend on it. The Fox Business Report is being brought to you by Our Lady of Lords, where they believe your health lives in the story of your life. They listen. They heal. Visit lordsrmc.com. We listen, we heal for more information. I'm Elizabeth McDonald, and this is the Fox Business Report. Global shares are mixed after the European Union announced an embargo on most Russian oil imports by the end of this year. The ban only applies to oil shipments by sea for now. Hungary blocked efforts for a full ban because of its dependency on Russian oil. Crude climbing to 120 bucks per barrel. No end in sight for record gas prices. AAA reporting a new high today with a national average of $4.62 for a gallon of regular. California leads the country at $6.16 per gallon. An air travel headache appears to be easing. FlightAware.com reports only a few dozen cancellations of flights today to or from U.S. cities. More than 4,000 flights were grounded over the holiday weekend. Looking to vacation in a hot spot for the rich and famous? Summer rental prices in the Hamptons are coming down because of a surge in supply. Brokers say hundreds of rentals are still available and attribute low demand to people vacationing elsewhere. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Steve Rappaport, invested in you. Is your current home loan the right fit for you? Rising home values mean that you could have more home equity than you might imagine. And if you're considering a refi, an expertly chosen loan from Loan Depot could save you thousands. Ask about their smart term loans, cash out, and over 300 loan options to find just the right mortgage loan for you. Call now, 866-888-LOAN or go to LoanDepot.com. Loan Depot, where home means everything. Rates are subject to change. Equal housing opportunity lender. NMLS number 174457. News Talk 90. 65 KPEL Brobridge Lafayette a Town Square Media Station broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio